2: excited I am that I have discovered uh, Dan Hicks and his hot licks. Partly, partly, partly because my kids love saying Dan Hicks and his hot licks. They love saying it. Good evening, dear listeners. Welcome to Friday's The Late Night Alternative with me and Lee. Catherine Boyle is in the studio. What? We have special guests in the studio. We have Well, You can't just do that. <laughs> You've got to make a noise, you pudding. Hello. Hello. And we have Little-un. Thank you very much indeed, and um, they are Catherine's. Yep. Uh, I, Although it's,
3: that hasn't been proved.
2: Well, um, I, I don't think it. Well, I don't think the DNA tests on Kyle quite work like that for mums. <laughs> I have to ask you. Yeah. What the heck are they doing here? Well, who gave you permission to bring children to a grown-up adult workplace?
3: Well, the thing is, girls, you've got a question, haven't you, Freya? Yeah. What, oh. What, what was it? Come stand here. <laughs>
2: what, yeah, what, what was the question? Here we go. We go. Don't whisper it.
4: Where
2: are the fireworks? No! <laughs> the fireworks! They're up my- no. The fire- <laughs> I could- I was supposed to bring fireworks for tonight's show and we were gonna, um, um, you- I was gonna put them in my bottom. <laughs> <laughs> in, in, no, this- this was the order. You and me were going to go up onto the roof. I was going to put a firework in my bottom and you were going to light it. (laughs) But the firework shop was shut today. So I'm afraid, I'm afraid that is not happening. (laughs) Outrageous behavior. Uh, So listen, it is a child friendly show tonight. So you could call it usual, usual, usual. But it's child friendly, all right? And I. This is something I mean to do more often anyway, because I know that kids listen to the show under their pillows or in their podcasts and I know that my nephew and niece listen to it in New Zealand and kids listen all the way. And sometimes we get a little bit blue, mm-hmm. we get a little bit adult and we do material for the dads. You know, I, I, I play to the I play to the cheap seats, I play to the low brow and instead I should be aiming for the high. Um, so tonight, 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 we are doing the show that perhaps we should always be doing. It is a child-friendly show until they fall asleep. Um, And let's just say I've used up two bottles of Cowpole. Now, (laughs) what we're going to do to make this a bit more interesting, um, we're going to do the usual stuff. And I've been through the papers and we'll talk about um, my nightmare today, trying to get insurance and all of that kind of stuff. But, 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 me, Catherine, Biggin, and Littleun have each come up with a question for you (laughs) to phone in. I wish everybody on my team was this excited. <laughs> John and Catherine, take note. Um, we have come up with a question each, okay? And the, the challenge is for you, dear listener, you can call in about one of the questions, and we're going to tally up, in fact, I'm going to do a tally now, um, hang on a minute, Ian, Kath, and Little, and we're going to tally up which question gets the most phone calls... <laughs> And at the end of the night, we're going to find out which is the most popular question and we're going to type that on a tablet of stone and send it to the national, in, the, the international, I've got to get this right, the international radio academy question hall of fame and that question will be logged forever um along with should we legalize cannabis and should we bring back hanging that will be there forever so who wants to ask their question first um big and add her hand up first big and add her hand up first step up to the microphone and in a loud not quite as loud as you've been talking the last couple of hours because that's that's irritating but in a in a loud confident voice ask the listener your question
4: my question... All oh, right, not quite ...is, have you ever peed in a swimming pool? That is
2: genuinely... Now, regular <laughs> listeners to me will know that question has got some history with me, but she genuinely kept... When I put this, this idea to them today, that was the first thing she came out... I said, you're not Verinda in disguise, are you? But no. So, Biggan's question is... Well, come and do it one more time. Come and do it one more time.
4: My question... Yes. ...is have you ever peed in a swimming pool <laughs> i
2: love it i love it i love it it's a brilliant question little and you've got a question come and come up to the microphone that's it
4: uh, if you were an animal which animal would you be
2: if you were an animal which animal would you be now she's she's a lot of work has gone into that because for half an hour you were asking <laughs> if you were an animal what would you be and i kept saying well i'd be an animal <laughs> so you've you have finessed it come and ask it one more time please
4: If you were an animal, which animal would you
2: be? Absolutely perfect. Catherine, have you got a question? Yeah,
4: yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Here we go.
3: Here we go. Which pop star would play you in a musical of your life?
2: Oh, I think that's an awful question. (laughs) I think that's a terrible question. I don't think anybody's going to call in. Oh, well. For that. Can I use the one that No No, 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 no. Here's my question. Are you ready? Uh. If you were to be eaten by an animal, which animal would you like to be eaten by and why?
3: Excuse me, what's the matter over there? My what's he done there? He stole,
4: he stole your question. question.
3: He stole my question.
2: Guys, guys, that's that's just simply not the
3: case. He stole my question. You stole my question, okay. and he's stolen that Let's one. Let's calm
2: down, guys. Let's <laughs> calm down. So we have the four questions <laughs> there. 0344 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, um, you can call in and you can only answer. You, and you can call in about other stuff as well. But if you're calling in about other stuff, just, uh, I, I, I will say, and can you pick one of the questions to answer, please? And you will answer. You can only answer one of these four questions. But you know the rules, guys. You know the rules, dear listener. Um, we could, I'm going to stand here, because for some reason i've started standing i don't know why it's because i've got a coffee rush um and i'm going to talk absolute nonsense okay um but you can call in about anything you want 0344 499 you'll speak to the marvelous john hearn who will uh, tonight who will uh, give you a call back almost immediately and um, here's the thing as well It's hot out there, it's steamy out there, it's sweaty out there, it's uncomfortable, okay? So I know that you're probably struggling to sleep, and maybe, just maybe, your young ones are struggling to sleep. Maybe it's because it's the heat, maybe it's because, you know, you're you're a bad parent and you're drunk and you've got a party on, I don't know. But if you have an eight-year-old or a five-year-old, for one night only, we are doing a new feature called kids chats <laughs> and, and i'm spelling kids and chats with a z because it makes it funkier and we're going to turn it into an app um, but if you have an eight-year-old or a five-year-old and you would like them to speak to our studio eight-year-old or studio five-year-old oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone <laughs> number ha <laughs> that's you see that's the kind of audience i like uh, let's go to um it's alan caddick
5: Hit, hit, hit hip, hip,
2: hip, sir! Hip, hip, hip. Alan, how are
5: you, sir? Oh, I've got a fifth question for you. Yes? What makes you wet the bed? Oh, for
2: oh, goodness my. sakes, Alan. <laughs> what makes you wet the bed? Did you hear
6: that? Because it's, cause I had an accident on Wednesday night. Oh, oh mate, no! you're a grown man. What did you do? <laughs> I was in a deep sleep.
5: Yes?
2: And next night it was quarter three, and there was a huge puddle on me mattress. Oh! Yeah! And Alan, had you, is that because you've been out drinking beer the night before? No. You just did it as an adult. And that's the thing, guys, we've all done it as adults. And I just want you to see. I hear. haven't. Have you not? No. Oh, come on, Boyly. I haven't. Come on, we all, you know, I've done the other as well.
7: I you
4: have.
2: We've all done Run. it. Um, well, Alan, are you gonna, can you pick one of the questions that we've set to answer, please? I'm
7: going to answer the questions. question.
8: Okay, yeah, you creep, go on. The pop star I would have for
6: musical my life would be Jimmy Somerville.
2: Thank you so very much for calling, Alan. <laughs> Thank you very much for calling, Alan. 0344-499-1000. the telephone number. If you want to give us uh, a call, you can do. Um, and we will call you back. And uh, you can call in about absolutely anything. And and, and by the way, by the way, uh, we, we do enjoy the clunky gear changes here. But just, just, a, just a reminder, we have young people in the studio this evening. So, you know, Lee! Sorry, let me try that again. Lee! <laughs> Hello. Oh! It's a lady, Lee. Hello, lady, <laughs> Lee.
7: How are you doing? Hello, man. Ian Lee. Yeah, I'm great, thank you. How H- are you? I'm
2: hot and I'm sweaty. Katharina, can you check to see if the aircon is on? Because I tell you what, it's half hot here tonight. Hot in the city. Hot in the city tonight. I'm good though, Lee. Thank you very much. What have you
7: got for us? Well, I'd like to answer one of the kiddie questions. OK. And I have a little bit of a conundrum that I can't get my head around, oh. so I thought I'd ask you and Catherine.
2: You've come to the <laughs> right place.
7: Wonderful, wonderful.
2: What question yes. would you like to answer first?
7: Peeing in the swimming pool. Yeah,
2: peeing in the swimming pool. Okay, have you ever done it, and what was the circumstance, please? Okay,
7: so I have
2: always done it.
7: What? What? <laughs> Do you mean always?
2: Oh, my God! You, know what? You, you mean you just go to the swimming pool from, instead of using the toilet? Oh God!
7: Absolutely. If I'm going for a wee. Better thing to do: head to Here's the thing, right? The <gasps> thing.
2: My youngest, my youngest, um, th- th- he's five, and so maybe about six months ago, we were swimming. He said, "Daddy, I need to go for a wee." And I said, "I'll just do it in the pool." So he stood up on the s- on the side and pulled his trunks down <laughs> to do it to do a standing up <laughs> wee on <up> the side. <laughs> Oh, wait, no, 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 that no, no. Okay. All right. Yeah. Wait. Well, that's that's one. Uh, that's one for Biggin and uh, one for Kath. Yes. But yours. What's your conundrum, Lee? How can we help?
7: Okay. okay well, it's a little bit cheesy. I am. Um, Is it child friendly? Absolutely. Beautiful. I'm. I run my own business, and I've struggled and strived to run run my own business. Yes. <coughs> oh, Excuse
2: hey, me. That's it. Cough it up. Might be a gold yeah, watch. Sorry.
7: Uh, started off with nothing. And now, we're rolling. Yes. But we don't have enough money to pay someone full-time, so... I'm
2: not going to pay I'm, I'm, would you. want you want me to give you some
7: money? <laughs> oh, well... Um, no. If there's some money going, then we'll take it. But no, we don't. But anyway, my conundrum is... Yes. Um, sometimes there's mums around us that need a bit of extra work. Yeah. So then I invite them to do a bit of extra work. Yeah. And some of these people um, tell me they're desperate, absolutely desperate... Need money. Yes. But then when um, I call them up to do some work, yes. they're um, off to a take that concert, or they can't work because they're going out. Right. And um, one of these mums is leaving yeah. their house. They're yeah. so just going to have to go and start the conversation with two of her, two of her children. Yes. And I don't understand why she turns down work when I'm offering her work. Well, how how
2: much notice do you give her? Oh, a week right
7: and how and how much
2: work are you offering and how much would she get paid
7: well, over over a hundred pounds and probably less than 10 hours work Whoa, I'll oh do i'll it. do it <laughs> i'll tell it first
2: i said it first i'll do it john john's got his hand up Cat's got a hand <laughs> up the kids here have got their hand up you could probably pay, pay them about half that and get away with it not even um that is out well i i mean well <laughs> the thing is though <laughs> if, if they've got tickets to a take that concert you can't... You but can't. surely they know... What?
3: Did they not know in advance that they were going to see well, the, they know in, three of the that.
2: They know in advance, but then Lee is offering the work with only a week's notice. Mm. So Only a
7: week's notice, but that's quite a... That's quite a lot. Well, no,
2: but you book, take that concert tickets, like, six months in that's advance. That's what I mean,
3: so they would know, they could make the decision when she asked them.
2: Well, no, but she's asked them with a week's notice. What, like, what are you not understanding? Oh, no, no, no. Hang on a minute.
7: I don't mind if they're going to take that
2: concert. So specifically take that concert? Yes.
7: Yeah. Yeah. But then the next time I think... Where are they
2: getting the money for the take that concert? Because they are well expensive, <laughs> those tickets. They're
7: taking their now. They can't come in because they're going to the dentist. Or they're going to go the bike ride. So I'm doing a bike ride. Oh,
3: it sounds like they're making excuses. Are you extremely smelly or something? Is it the <laughs> is it the weeing?
2: Oh, it's, sme- it's smelly-lee. That's what it is. Smelly. <laughs> That's what it Maybe. is. Maybe. Um, well, you just need to find people that are more reliable and more grateful but, for your... Um, yes?
7: I have been trying to do this for the past four years. Yes. And I keep coming up against this thing where they haven't got any money and they're pleading poverty to me, but when I offer them money doing something and I'm pay good money then they get through like buy and things so that uh, you know I don't want anyone to struggle no and um, they seem to be taking the the mix mm. the I, think, I-, I don't know how to
2: I, if well, I, I were you it. if I were you i would um I would um wind down the business <laughs> that'll teach them a lesson Lee <laughs> That will teach them. I don't know the answer to that conundrum, but maybe one of our listeners will do. Thank you, Lee. 344 4991000 is the telephone number. It's a child-friendly edition of the Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio.
0: Late Night, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio.
1: We have ways of making you
2: talk.
0: 344
2: four, four, nine, nine, is the telephone number. We have an audience tonight. Um there's it's an audience of two people. Their combined age is 13. Say hello audience! Okay, they're not actually there are people make a
9: noise!
2: <coughs> not that loud, blimey got tinnitus um it's a child friendly show tonight until they fall asleep little was looking a little bit sleepy about 20 minutes ago and suddenly she's had a burst of energy we are um uh kath's kids are here tonight i don't know why i should be severely reprimanded for this but 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 it means we can do a nice kind of friendly kids friendly show on a on a friday night which is a wonderful wonderful thing to do we have four questions uh, you can call in about anything, of course, um, but we have four questions kind of running underneath. Uh, my question is, if you were to be eaten by an animal, which animal would it be and why? Catherine's was, if there was to be a musical made of your life, which pop star would play you? Biggin's was, have you ever peed in a swimming pool? And Little's was, if you were an animal, what animal would you be and why? Is that the correct question? I think I've got it right. Uh, so you call in about anything under the sun it can be heavy it can be light you know just bear in mind we've got some young ears listening to us uh tonight some young eyes watching us um but you also have to answer one of those questions oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand that buzz you can hear that's the water feature if you are watching on periscope you'll be enjoying that water feature for the first half of the show the second half of the show you'll have Catherine's water feature steady don't mean it like that um which was stolen by the um the wags in talk sport earlier on those crazy sports jocks Cristiano. hey Hey, Cristiano. how's it wagwan man wagwan wagwan It's it's all good it's all good what you got for us fella
10: question yes is it okay to reprimand a disabled driver who parked in a child's space? <laughs>
2: oh well, hang on a minute. Children don't have parking spaces. Okay. Child and parent. Um, um, on a scale of one to ten... Ha- no, I can't ask that question. Um, it, it, do you know what? It's an interesting question. I would say I'm going to err on... Actually, no, it's not. Catherine? Oh, uh, hang on a John, John's, John's many hands is doing many many things today. We've done loads oh. of jobs on it, so. Uh, but I'm going to say no. It is not okay. Why? Is that what you did today? Yes. What? Why, why Cristiano? What were you thinking, dude? I was
10: thinking, I really want to get part near the shop, and I can't. Yes. Because there's a disabled driver. Yes. In my child and dance space,
2: Right. Well done. I see what you've done there. You've made it um, work in a modern context. Um, But but you can understand why the um, uh, disabled driver, it might be more pertinent for the disabled driver to be closer to the shop than you when you're lazy and they're
10: disabled. No, 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 no. Because I said, why are you parking there? And they said, I can't walk
2: properly. Yes. And I said, well, neither can my two-year-old. Right. Well, you can carry your two-year-old. Were all the disabled bays taken up? Yes. Well, then get over yourself, you miserable! That, he's, that poor soul has got a lifetime of extra work and a, 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 extra burden, when all you've got to do is pick the two-year-old up. Mm. I guarantee there will not be one person listening to this tonight, and I, 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 very rarely I say this, there will not be one person listening to this tonight who thinks you've done the right thing. <laughs> I, beg to differ. I don't. We'll put it out there. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. So, I, so I you actually I had a go. You had a go the, at the poor soul just
10: earlier, and uh,
2: everyone that replied said, "Well done." Well, who's? Hang on. Who? Where was this? On Facebook. I'll oh, make. It's an echo chamber. <laughs> Facebook and Twitter polls. Uh, oh, I uh, don't do Twitter. They, they don't. Well, yeah, but Facebook. It's it's just people that think alike. Well, That's, he, it's pointless. You know what's
3: going on. Yeah. They'll all say that in your comments, and then they'll all be messaging each other, going, "What a swine he
2: is." So, so how how many how much far farther away did you have to park? Hello? Oh, I don't know. Think about it, and then answer it. Say again. How much farther, further away? Anything further, farther? How much? Oh, I didn't. They moved. <gasps> Even the kids are shocked, and they don't know the moral implications of this question. He moved. She moved. She moved. Oh, Christ,
10: yeah. But the thing was, I th- it was like some elderly people, so I think the, uh, the guy that was driving was actually the son of the uh, passenger. So they were not actually parent and child,
2: in essence. So they could have stayed any- you're, you're, you're a wicked man, and you're going to go to hell. Thanks for calling. What a terrible, what a terrible, terrible person that is. What What? do
3: you think, girls? Isn't he awful? Yeah, awful.
2: Boo him, girls. Boo him. All right, no screaming.
9: Thank you. With with,
2: with less screaming would be, um, would be better for the (coughs) listeners. All right, people. People are listening to this, trying to fall asleep, and if you get (laughs) finger at your nose and straight into your mouth, well done. (laughs) Bonus. (laughs) Bonus. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Bonus! You both dress up wonderfully, cute. Let's go to Marion. Marion, Marian. oh Marion's in Portishead. Hello, Marion. Hello. How are you doing? You're all right. Yep. I was in. Imp- Did you come and see us in Portishead the other day?
11: Yeah, I'm the ten-year-old. Oh, of course. with uh, Murray. Murray. Murray,
2: yeah, of course. I had a lovely picture with Murray. How nice to see you, Marion. Thank you. Thank you so much. You. We're going to play a little bit of the um, uh, Eddie Large show I did on Sunday. We're going to play some of that out next week. We're going to um, uh, pick, Catherine's going to pick some choice moments. I would suggest the question about have you ever seen a ghost? Because yes. that was the best question ever. Uh, there's a Q&A, do a thing, an evening with Eddie Large, right? and he does the first half then i come on the second half and interview him play some clips and we go right any questions who's the nicest person you've met what's the biggest star you've met fifth question eddie yeah have you ever seen a ghost it was brilliant that i that every interview i do from now on i'm going to ask that question by the way before you go ever seen a ghost <laughs> uh, well thank you for coming marian i hope i i, I hope you and your family uh, enjoyed it then and also enjoyed it in retrospect as well yeah good what you got for us tonight Marion?
11: so i was calling in about a question
2: oh yes 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 yes
11: have you ever peed in a swimming pool
2: (laughs) yes another one for have you ever peed in a swimming pool yes okay have you yes thanks for calling (laughs) (laughs) the thing is i think we all have haven't we
11: well yeah pretty sure who hasn't
2: I, i think is there um oh it's murray Sorry, Murray. It says it says, uh, it says, Marion on my screen. It's Murray's, Murray's, Murray's Murray, 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 Ellen. Yeah, yes, yeah, Ellen. Yes, Ellen Murray. Murray, 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 Murray. Sorry, I'm. I'm. Uh, every. I'll tell you what it is. You know, uh, I don't know what the weather's like in Portishead, Murray, but in well, it's um, a bit cloudy. In London, it's really, really humid. Right? And We need a. Th- have you had a thunderstorm down your way yet? Oh. Hey. No, no you need dear. a th- You need it, right, we need a thunderstorm in London, because it is so humid that I'm stood in this studio, air-conditioned studio, and sweat is pouring off me, and my brain is all over the place. I'm sorry, it's Murray, Murray, Murray. Um, yeah, we, I, I think every- Now, here's the thing, you won't remember this, but your mum and dad might, right? When I was a kid, we were told that- that swimming pools had this purple dye-in, right? And that if you did a wee, the water would turn purple, so that everyone would know that you- what you were done. And I believe this, up until about three years ago, and it suddenly dawned on me, I've never seen the water turn purple in a swimming pool. I've never seen it. I think it's a myth.
11: Yes, I've been told it many times.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Murray, hey, listen, man, thanks very much for um, letting me have my picture taken with you. It was the highlight of my weekend. And and did did you enjoy... Murray, for those who don't know, is ten years old and, um, came and watched An Evening with Eddie Large, and it was all references from the 70s and the 80s. Did you enjoy yourself, Murray? Yes. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And did Mum and Dad enjoy themselves? Yes, definitely. Good. Well, listen, thank you so much for coming. said is lovely, and I hope to go back there again at some point when I'm less stressed, because mm. I was very, very stressed on Sunday. Murray, thank you very much, mate! It's OK. Tears, my dears. Ta-ta. Steve, Sharon, Hannah, um... Uh, so, <laughs> people are calling in to, I, I'm assuming to have a pop at Cristiano I, 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 what a wicked person 0344 499 you're listening to the Late Night Alternative with me Ian Lee on Talk Radio The wild man of Late Night
1: Radio is back
12: Ian Lee on Talk Radio
1: We have ways of
2: making you talk Someone's um, just messaged me, is the show really for kids tonight? Oh, yeah, yeah, I kind of like to think it's for kids every night, but we do get a little bit blue and a little bit carried away. And um, that's something I'm, I'm kind of aware of, and um, I need to be, I need to focus on a little bit. We have an eight year old, we have a five year old, big and, and little, and in the studio this evening. They have set some questions. Catherine has said a question, I have said a question. You can call in about anything you want, but um, when you do call in, you will be asked to answer one of those questions and only one of those questions. 0344 Let's go to Steve. Evening, Steve.
13: Hi, Ian. Hi, Hi st- everybody.
3: Hey, hello. Steve. Say hello to Steve. Hiya. Hello,
2: Steve. How are you doing? You okay? We're all good, man. We're all good. It's the freaking weekend, baby. I'm about to have me some fun.
14: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me too. Yeah, yeah me too. weekend um, fun. <laughs> With could, I, like, could I answer one of the questions? One of the questions was which animal you would be eaten by. Oh, no, yeah. no.
2: It was which animal would you be eaten you by? by. That was that my, was my question. question. Sorry. Yes, Steve. What question would you be? What animal would you be eaten by and why?
15: <laughs> well, I want to say chimpanzee, but
14: that's... If I go into that, that's not really child-friendly, so I'll no. go for oh, giant otter. <laughs>
9: Because <laughs> that's giant... extremely
14: child-friendly. Awesome. Because, uh, have you seen the pictures of them or footage of them lying on their backs holding hands yeah, and yeah. just spinning round the wall? that's pretty good. <laughs> And here's apparently a, babies cry like
2: children as well. Here's a fact we learnt last night, and Catherine may or may not have heard this. Did you hear the fact about deaths by boa constrictors, Catherine?
3: Oh, I half heard it, because <laughs> I kept falling asleep. How
2: many people... Oh, thanks. How many people... <laughs> one person. Oh, thanks a lot, Steve. Oh, um, oh, is oh, the answer... Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Is
3: the answer one o- person? Only
2: one person has ever I'm been sorry, killed. i didn't hear you asking, Oh, On- yeah, I'm OK. Sorry. Well, shut up, shut up now. <laughs> only one person has ever <laughs> been killed by a boa constrictor. And that
3: was, what, a freak accident?
2: No, that was guy that got into a coffin with a boa constrictor. I don't know why, but only one. <laughs> I'm going to file
3: that under asking for
2: it. Only one person. If I were to be killed by an animal, because it's a good question what I came up with. Oh. Um, oh, well, here's the thing, there's so many. I would like to, uh, I think, a, a, a giant a blue whale, are they the big ones? Mm. Because i are a whale shark. But no. Well, they wouldn't no, eat you? Well, no. no, would have no not a whale. Well, I didn't say a whale shark. That's why I specifically said a blue whale. No, I, I'm just saying. I'm just adding to what you said. Yeah. Well, Ooh. I'm going to add to your face with my fist in a minute. I'm talking <laughs> about a blue whale because I would like to. um, I wonder if, um, like Jonah, because Jonah lived in a whale, didn't he?
3: A Geppetto. think you're thinking.
2: Well, G- no. Jonah lived in a whale as well. Jonah got, he, got Jonah's ship Geppetto sank. Made and good, didn't yeah,
3: but Geppetto was better off because he had, like, a house in there and...
2: Well, yeah, but Jonah... Jonah
3: just sat there being lonely. Yeah,
2: and, and then got, got um, sicked up. Sicked up, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I would be like, um... Can we name any other people that have been eaten by whales? Um, on one on one? I've got, I uh, got no, a bit. No. No no no. No. no, no. no, no, no. No, 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 this is child-friendly. It's a, bit, it's a bit of politics. I'll tell you somebody that's been eaten by whales. Blooming UKIP. Boom. hey one. that's what i'm talking about <laughs> steve thanks very much man yeah thank you yeah thank me that. that was my question it was so my it's one
3: question one to me question that was there hang
2: on a minute one to me one to Catherine. two to big and zero to little and your question was little and what animal would you be and why let's see sharon which question would you like to answer <laughs> sharon hello hey hey, hey. <laughs> Oh, are you are you sicking up in your mouth? No, I'm not.
16: <laughs> you crying? You say what animal would I like to be? What animal would you like to be and why? Oh, I'd have to be a dog. Why is that? They're so loyal, so <laughs> and loving, and, c- and, and they can lick
2: their own doodahs
16: Yes, sensitive um...
2: Sensitive. Dogs aren't <laughs> cuddly. Sen- Dogs aren't sensitive, Sharon. What are you talking about?
16: No, some are. Some no. work for the blind and some work for autism and for children with autism. They're not. Do- having having a, having a dog is like having a, a, a really annoying four-year-old for 15 years. Oh, don't. I lost my boxes. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm surprised that you're talking about dogs in front of the children in this way.
2: I think you can talk about dogs in front of kids. I don't think that's
17: um no, political correctness
2: political correctness won't get me i will talk about dogs in front of children until they <laughs> do not to prison. like dogs ian no oh I buying my know. dog buying my dog was the biggest mistake i ever made what did you buy um it was a westie Ah,
16: uh, well i, I can I, I feel your pain my grandmother I had one she didn't like it i
2: can't believe you're talking about your grandmother like this in front of children oh, anyway Sharon, what, what did you call him for
16: I called in to chat about the lad that had something to say about the lady with the disability parking in the parking spot and taking the children's spaces.
2: Yes. Well, it's not children's spaces, but yes.
16: I I actually
2: agreed with what you said to to him. Of course you do, because I speak sense. I I say what we're all thinking.
16: Well, actually, I've never listened to your radio show before. i just tuned in after George. Oh, yeah. Because I'm a weekly George fan. Okay. So, um, I kind of just like, hovered off to the toilet or uh-huh. staggered off to the toilet like I do, Steady. um, with my disability. Yes. And, uh, I, I kind of tuned in and I heard this guy rambling on about, um, the situation he yes. faced. Yes, And I heard your response, and uh, you encourage people to call, so I... I yes, up the he cable.
2: was outrageous asking someone with a disabled badge <laughs> to move out of a parent and toddler um, parking bay. Here's the
16: thing... I've been both, and I am both. I'm disabled, parent, I've had toddlers, oh, and I have been in all three situations. So have you ever parked, parked in a facility. parent
2: and toddler bay... ...without having the children in your car, but you've got the car seats in the back?
16: Do you know what I would have done? I would have got... I would have let the lady park in the disabled space. And then I would have said, I would have got my wheelchair out, and I would have said, come on, kids, jump on, oh. get rid of him.
2: Oh. You would have stolen a man's children. I don't know if that's an appropriate...
16: Well, I would have escorted them across. Have you have, ever? They would have had more fun on my electric wheelchair than my, they would have had with My me? kids... Sounds like a really grumpy bugger. My kids.
2: Oh, I, you, you phoned up George earlier, because you used the word bugger when you phoned him up as well. I, I, I haven't phoned George, no. Did I've you never not? Him. No, it's the second time bugger has been issued is. by a lady on this station tonight. We're
16: winning, guys. I'm just old-fashioned. It was my that's grandmother's... It was um, my grandmother's word. My
2: my, um, my kids, um, the, the most fun they can have is when we go and visit Nanny Linda, my mum, and they get very excited, and then when we get there, I realise it's because they want to ride her electric wheelchair and sit on her bed that it,
16: goes up and down. That's all they want to, that's all they want to do. And how lucky are they have, um, I've got a mummy Linda, and they have a Nanny Linda. Uh, exactly. Tab.
2: Sharon, nice. I'm glad you uh, listened to George. George. By the way, if people don't know, George Galloway is on Friday nights, seven till ten. And 10 here's years. and here's the thing, Sharon. Right, I agree with about about half of what George says, and I disagree with about half of what George says. But but yeah. but but but, but Ian could he art for good listen. He is a bit. Some people say, how can you listen to him? Because he's a brilliant, brilliant broadcaster and I think he's, he's an orator. It's he's a, a thrill it's
16: a thrill and, uh, to go on a become Audrey. an icon. Well and uh, I agree with what you say, but we all have to agree to give to if Wouldn't it be boring if we all sat around and just agreed with absolutely everything that everybody well, says.
2: There'd be no atrocities, but I take your point. Sharon, thank you very much indeed. She ignored the question because I know she's guilty. Catherine have you ever done this? You've got the kids seats in the back of the car, you've not got the kids, but you park in the parent and toddler parking.
3: No, I've not done it, but I felt guilty when I've dropped the kids off at school. Yeah. And used the parking space. Yeah. Cuz the school is right next to the supermarket and there's an agreement
2: that you can use their car park. Right, so you've done it then.
3: Well, no, cuz I've dropped I've taken them to school. Yeah. But then I've got back in as a lone Oh, woman. I'll do it.
2: If I've got, if I've got the kids, if I've got the, par- the the kids seats in the back of the car, and no the kids. The kids were
3: sitting in the seats to go out, right. but on the way back but just me.
2: If I have got the kids seats, the car seats but no kids. I, and no one's looking. I will happily park in the the parent and toddler parking bay without without any compunction. Why?
3: Because you're a parent and you have been a toddler.
2: Yeah. Although some of these places now say for children up to the age of five. Do they? Yeah, they do. <gasps> um uh, So, well, but yeah, get birth certificates. I will out. M- I will happily park in um, in a, a parent and toddler um, park because I feel even when the kids aren't with me, I feel the pain of having annoying people hanging around me like you get with kids and i I can feel that happening um paul sally hannah stay there you two you bored now Mm, you're a bit slow to answer. Say it with a little bit of enthusiasm. Are you bored now, kids? No! Yeah! All right, don't be sarcastic. 0344-499-1000 <laughs> is the telephone number. The late night alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio.
1: Across the UK,
2: online and on DAB.
12: Late night, Ian Lee on the Talk Radio.
1: We have ways of making you talk.
4: Welcome to Ian Lee's radio show.
2: Thank you very much indeed. We have children in the studio, so keep it clean. Let's go to Sally. Good evening,
11: Sally. <laughs> Hello, Ian, you're right.
2: Yeah, good, thank you very much, Sally. What do you got for us this evening?
11: Just to say, I've been listening to you for 12
2: years and I think this is the best show you've done so far. <laughs> oh, let me just say, I don't know if you heard that, young uh, young people, but Sally is um, is has uh, uh, been drinking those freak shakes and yep. she thinks this is the best show I've ever done because you two are here. I don't believe it for once. They're good, aren't they? They're brilliant. Yeah. M- more shows, More shows should have kids on, I think.
11: Yeah. Anyway. Yes. Um... What animal would I be? Oh, here we go. What animal? <laughs> oh, you've got a fist bump. Yes, well done. Go on. <laughs> um, I would be a British short haired cat.
2: Oh, is that those cats that look like they're, they're bald? No, that would be a bald.
11: No, no. They're really furry and they've got big jowls and um. that. Um, church from Pet Cemetery.
2: Um, I don't, I don't know, though, because he, well, I, when it comes, because I'm a cat person, Sally, but when it comes to cats, my mate, Steve, um, he bought two cats, and he drove all the way from London to Liverpool to get them, right? Yeah. And they were about 500, 600 quid each. Yeah. Uh, and they were, um, I don't even know what they were called, they were long-haired, and they were chocolate blue colour. So in certain yeah. light, they looked chocolate, and in another light, they looked blue. And I'm thinking... I got my velvet for forty quid from the yeah. cat's protection, and she's just a black moggy that's all she is and so i but I even turn my nose up slightly at tortoise shell cats. I think they're a little bit too exotic for their own
11: good've well, <laughs> think... uh, <laughs> go got um I've got a blue well he's white and blue,
2: yep,
11: and he was four hundred and fifty, and then I've got two other domestics,
2: yep. Which are a bit boring. Oh, no. Yeah. Here's the thing. I'm a cat person, and I stupidly bought a dog. And getting the dog was the dumbest thing I have ever, ever done. I don't like dogs. No, nor nor do I. And I've got one living with me now. And here's the thing. She's a couple of years old. She's a Westie. And by coincidence, her brother, we found out. We went to a a training class, and there was a Westie next to us. We got talking to the woman, and we worked out that they were brother and sister. Her brother died. About six months ago, had a heart attack. Right? Oh. And this is how wicked I am. I'm thinking, oh, I wonder if it's hereditary. Yeah. Because I was, I was kind of thinking, well, if she, if she died, then that's that problem solved. <laughs> that's that problem
11: solved. <laughs> well, I, I don't like dogs because I was attacked by a dog when I was young, so I don't know, don't oh. like them. Have you ever tried to overcome that? Uh, is it, is it a fear? Was what it, with if I said finger? A... Sorry. The finger. The finger. Oh, I thought you were talking about overcome the dog attacking oh, no, you. No no no, thing do? no, oh, no, 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 no,
2: no! No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no not that. Um, have you, have you, uh, would you say you are
11: afraid of dogs? Would I say I'm what? You are afraid of dogs. Um. Yeah, I just i i don't like them anywhere near me, especially Jack Russells. Yeah. Because I was I was attacked by a Jack Russell. It had me by the throat oh, when I was about. Really? Five. Flipping yeah. Egg. That's terrible. Yeah, well, it was a dog that I'd known for years. I yeah. mean, we were looking after it. Yeah. And I'm just sat there reading a magazine on the floor, and all of a sudden, next thing I know, it's yeah. got its jaws around my
2: throat. Lousers. And
11: I'm, yeah, it's horrible.
2: Oh, gosh, that's terrible. I'm, yeah. af- I'm afraid of spiders. Like, I'm afraid oh, no. of them. And in the last five weeks, I have yeah. picked up three spiders and chucked them out the window yeah And in my entire life, before those five weeks, I have never picked up a spider i 've picked up three one was a tiny one, one was yeah. um, like one of those it 's quite a big one but it 's sort of skinny it looks like a like a ghost, and yeah. one was a black hairy spider oh. and I saw it on the floor and I went to walk away from it and then i went and this is what i do when i 'm doing it right and this, I have to do this. I say this out loud. I'm not afraid of you. I'm not afraid of you. You're just. I'm not afraid of you. not afraid of you. And I hold your arm's length <laughs> open. I'm not afraid of you. I'm not afraid of you. There we go. Oh, God. And I shake my hands to get the fleas off of me. Um, but oh. I'm, I'm doing it, man. I'm doing it. I'm not going to be beaten by
11: spiders, Sally. No. no, We had a spider um, about two years ago. Yes. And I went and woke up the other half and no. said, look, can you get this spider out? And he's like, don't be stupid. Just do it. And I said, no, you really have to come and see it. And he walked in the room, and he just went, oh, okay. <laughs> um, we went, and we, we got a mixing bowl, Yeah. and it wouldn't go over it. <laughs>
2: That's oh, how big it was. Oh, oh. There was a and... woman in the papers yesterday who found a black widow spider in her grapes oh. from Tesco.
11: No. Outrageous.
2: It's disgusting. Yeah, it's a horrible. Sally, thank you very much. So you'd be, what was it, a short-haired English cat? Uh, British Shorthair. Now, No, I was, I was close enough. Thank you, Sally. Let's go to Jackie. Good evening, Jackie.
7: Hi there, Ian. Hi. Hi, Jackie. Hi. I have, um, a question for the littleies and see what they think should be the answer. Okay, then, Jackie. Okay. Jackie. So, last week it was very hot. Yes, Jackie. And we had the swim pool out and the garden got completely covered in water. Yes, Jackie. And all the grass went. But luckily we had some false grass, so we laid it down. Okay, Jackie. And then, yes. we took up the false grass, me and my two little boys, yes, and we Jackie. found loads of worms.
2: Uh-oh. That's that's, outri- that's, that's a, a conundrum to, um, to find yourself in, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> so
7: there was loads of worms, and there was loads of little wormholes. Yes, Jackie. And then there was um, loads of birds flying over. Yes, Jackie. So, <laughs> do we let the birds eat the worms huh? and feed to their chicks? Or do we put the worms back in the holes?
2: What? How do you put worms back in holes, Jackie?
7: Well, we um, get a kind of little stick, yes. pick the worms up, and then we them in the holes, and then they go back in. You can't put
2: worms back in holes, Jackie.
7: Well, we did, Ian.
2: Why are you saying your name's Jackie when it's Lee?
7: No, you haven't sussed me. Sorry. You've sussed me of, course to 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 you. of course I've
2: sussed you. Of course I've sussed you. Why Why? would you... You can phone back if you wanted. Why would you do that?
11: Why well, were you pretending?
7: I earlier, and I pretended to be someone else, and they said, no, that's <laughs> me, And I said, yes. And they went, no, not really. I went, okay. What so was I really v- want to phone back, and I really want to answer this question to the Little. Yeah.
2: And see well, what they say. You listen, I, I, yeah. d- you, well, you, you don't need to pretend to be someone else, want Oh, well, thank Lee. you, Ian. Oh, we well, I'm Lee. It's yeah. from
7: Bedford. <laughs>
2: <laughs> How did you come up, because I've got a name that I use.
7: Yeah.
2: I use Tony. Tony is my, when I'm phoning up, like, and I haven't done it for a while, but if I'm phoning yeah. up a TV show or a radio show, yeah. I'll use the name Tony, and I don't know where it comes from. No, I don't I know do. why, but yeah. I, it's, people go, what's your name? Tony. Where, where did Jackie come from?
7: Uh, Jackie's my mum's next-door neighbour, it's my <laughs> child's birthday today, she's the last person to spoke to, and she's put a lovely present for little boys. Oh,
2: today. well, then there you go, that's wicked. That's
7: yeah, wicked. and it, me and my little boys last week, yes. actually took up all this grass, and there was loads of little... You huts. can't
2: put what. Let the birds eat them, it's nature! Oh, uh, no,
7: we couldn't, so we, I found little...
2: Let the kids eat them, it's nature.
7: Well, w- we all got muddy knees, huh? and we were sticking them back in the holes, so <laughs> I just thought, well, I'll phone up for the littlies and see what they would do. Would they feed them to the birds? Or
2: would they put them back in the holes? If you. Right, let me ask Littleham first. I'm going to go to Biggin. Littleham, if you um, saw some worms on the top of the grass, would you leave the worms there for the birds to eat? Or would you push them back in the holes so they could live another day? What
4: would you do? I would put, I would leave them
7: where they were
2: for the birds. Even though the birds are going to eat them, Yeah. they're going to rip them to pieces. Yeah, going to be painful for the worms. Yeah, would make you and happy there were would it. i yeah. worms there. Wow. And it was
7: my fault because okay. I put okay. the false grass down. All right,
2: hang on, hang on. Let's go to big and what would you do? Um, it's a tough one. It's a, it's a, the, 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 this will be on the Moral <laughs> Maze on Radio Four next week. By the way, yeah, <laughs> I would, uh, eat, I would eat the worms. <laughs> Ever eaten a worm? No. Oh, they're delicious. No. Of course you can eat them. Oh, they're delicious. But
4: I want to. You should do it. Yeah, but I can't.
2: Why? Why not?
4: I don't know why. Here's the
2: thing: smart. if you bite the head of a worm off, right, and then just throw the other half away, it will ca- it will grow a new head. It's yeah.
4: Weird.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. It does. It really. That, it, that's actually true. So would you would you push them back in their holes, Biggin, or would you let the birds? Rip them to pieces. He'd hear, all you'd hear all night, are the worms going? Help! Help! Mum, where's my mummy?
4: I, I probably wouldn't do either. I would probably just leave them there and shoo the birds away. You
2: shoo the birds away. Well, there we go. There we go, Jackie Lee. We've got that. Uh, we've got that answered. Excellent question. Well done, both of you. Well done. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Let's go to Barry. Good evening, Barry.
12: Hello, Ian. How yeah. you doing? I'm oh,
2: I'm on top of the world looking down on creation, Barry. Yeah, that
12: sounds good to me. You yes. shamed yourself, Ian, ex-vegetarian, telling the young uns to bite the heads off worms. Oh, no, bite, bite
2: the heads off worms, <laughs> those things is
12: delicious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can I say, Ian, how nice it is to uh, see Big and Litlin? Yeah, in the studio they with, uh, with the mom. They're, they're, they're doing.
2: They're doing a cracking job. They're doing a. They cracking are job. indeed. I wish that cowpole would kick in though. But never mind. Never <laughs> mind.
12: Right. I've got. Um. Uh,
2: I think it was Litland's question. Yes, Littland's what? question was: What was if you were an animal? What animal would you be? I would like to be um, a cheetah. Ooh, tell me. Tell me why, please, Barry.
12: Well, I like my running, and I think they're a real speed machine. They yeah. look good. They're sleek. They're beautiful animals. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 that good. That, that you you need job. you I've met you, Barry, I met you last week at, in, in Portus Said. Um did you did you run there? Uh no, I done my run
12: before we went in, no we did not You drove need in. dude, no. you, you need to eat something. Uh yeah, so you told me. There's but, nothing know, of just... you. I know, I'm a regular runner, and that's, that's how you are, you eat, know? Eat something. Go and eat that's against how you are. Go and have hey, a just, rustlers. Just a quick uh, story. I think it was Sally mentioned about dogs. because yeah. We've always had dogs. Yeah. We don't have any at present. But um, we've, for, for years, when our Lippins were um, at home, you know, we had dogs. But um, I've never had any problems at all with dogs until 12 months ago. Uh-oh. Go on. And uh, we arranged to take a guy, homeless guy, in Bristol. So thought we'd give him the day out. Yes. Take him into Glastonbury. Uh, he bought his staffy with him yeah. and there was a lot of um, bad stuff had gone on. He'd been, yeah. uh, he'd been beaten badly uh, during one evening and the dog had been messed around a lot and ill-treated. And uh, I was feeding, we stopped for a bit of a picnic, I was feeding yes. the dog and he had me uh, bad, Uh-oh. a real bad one. And so now you now you don't like dogs. I do like them, Ian. But I must admit, after all these years, I say I'm in my seventies. I am a little bit wary now.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, I, hey, listen, man. That's good. That's good to be wary around dogs. I think it's um, it's sensible to be sensible around these things. They are ruthless killing machines.
12: It's made me think a bit, Ian. And when I run past them, I've never bothered. You know, uh, in the past, I've just run no problem, but I do tend to look now and make sure they're, you know, Hey, I'm when okay. you
2: go running, right, and I've, because now I've got a dog, I, well, I walk the dog, right, and, um, I, have you noticed some people are so lazy that they either don't pick up their dog poo, or they pick it up and then they just leave it hanging
12: on a tree? Yeah, I've have you seen that? that in the one. black plastic bags? Yeah, I've noticed that. Yeah. I thought it was some sort of, um, traditional costume <laughs> <mustard> with dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a tradition to hang poo up in the trees.
2: Yeah. No, I don't know. Barry, listen, thank you for that mate. Well, what a sparkling first hour we've had. Lots to to talk about and lots of, we've had a gentleman who uh, had a go at a disabled person for parking in the child um uh, parent and toddler section. Uh, no one's going to be on that guy's side, are they? But then then here's the interesting twist. I have confessed that I will sometimes if no one's watching, and I've got the uh, child seats in the back of my car, but no children, I will sometimes park in the child, parent and child bays. Don't pull that face. I will do that from time to time. So, um, I've not got any problems with that. We've also talked about dogs, we've talked about cats, we've talked about running, and I've got four important questions for you to uh, answer. I will give them to you in a little bit, dear listener, if you want to give me a call. Who laughed? Who laughed we will have no This show is not for laughing at For goodness sakes 03444991000 Is the telephone number if you want to give us a call You're listening to The Late Night Alternative With me, Ian Lee on Talk
15: Radio Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio
2: We have
1: ways of making you talk
11: Ding dong, ding-a-dong ding Come
6: on everybody join in Ding dong, ding a dong ding. The
13: party is about to begin. Oh, clap your hands and stand your feet. Move along with the party feet. There's game.
2: Come on,
13: everybody, join in! Ding dong, ding a dong, ding—the party
9: is about to begin.
2: Shut up now, shut up now. The party is not about to begin, guys. The party has indeed begun. There we go. 0344 4991000 It's the late night alternative with Ian Lee. It's a slightly different show tonight on Talk Radio. We have um, uh, young people with us. We have an eight-year-old and a five-year-old. And we have a 42-year-old mother. Who I am is, not 42. If I was being polite, who is <laughs> desperately trying to settle them down so they fall asleep. And I can just say, they ain't never going to sleep. Are you girls? <laughs>
3: Not with you, blasted (laughs) ding-dong-ding-a-dong-ding, just as their eyes have started to go.
2: (laughs) Uh, They are here. Why are they here, by the way? That's the question.
3: Well, childcare.
2: Okay, fine. Well, that's that, 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 that. apparently it's okay just to bring children into a late night, um, slightly adult radio show. If anybody <laughs> wants to make a complaint, not to Ofcom this time, but to the social services, <laughs> um, I'm, I will happily pass on uh, their telephone number. In the meantime, uh, we're doing a nice, we're doing a nice kind of light, frothy, child-friendly show because it's been a lousy week in terms of news and and in terms of perceived <laughs> failings. I'm stepping down because of perceived. Failings, not because of failings, not because of what I've done wrong, but because of how people have perceived these failings that um, I don't actually believe exist. One of those pick gentlemen was called. Well, just it told me for what was his name? Um, Rock holding melon. Fielding. Rock Fielding, Fielding melon. melon. His name was Rock Fielding Melon. I. I <laughs> Just anyway, we're, we're, maybe we'll talk about that next week. 344 We're doing a show that is suitable for kids tonight because we have got kids here in the studio. And do you know what? Maybe. <laughs> what what are you doing? You oh,
3: gosh. Right, they're trying to top and tail, but obviously one is... Um...
2: Take those cushions off the back. <laughs> Goodness sakes, it's uh, outrageous. Um, we've got children there. Maybe we should do a child-friendly show more often. Uh, we've got four questions. One from me, one from Catherine, one from Big and one from Little and... Um, and we're seeing who gets the most response. Uh, the one from Little is in the lead. It's had three responses. Which animal would you be and why? Biggan's question has had two responses. Have you ever peed in a swimming pool? And Catherine's, uh, what was your question?
3: Which pop star would play you in the musical of your life?
2: Um, and my question is, if you had to be eaten by an animal, what would it be and why? We both have one vote. 0344 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call about uh, that, you can, of course, call in about anything. We've had some interesting um conversations uh, apropos nothing and you can if there's something that's bugging you if there's something that's on your mind if there's something that you think has been missed from the debate so far you can call in about that we had a guy cristiano who um a couple of ethical (laughs) moral questions have been posed this evening one from lee who is pretending to be somebody else (laughs) if you saw some worms on the ground would you allow the birds to eat them or would you push the worms back in their holes? I've
3: never heard of this forcible um, patriation of worms before.
2: Did you, you ever try and um, tempt worms out by drumming on the yes. ground? Yes, everyone's done that. Because that's they? what gets them out. Mm-hmm. That's what. we
3: t- never seen the birds after the rain. They yeah. They stamp on the ground.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, no. The rain. No, they no, don't. no, no, they do. No, they don't. Oh, they do. No, they don't. That's them walking. No,
3: no, no. They stamp they stamp in a bird-like fashion no they? Yes, they the, the,
2: the rain is the thing that no, gets no. them out because the worms come out because they like rain water when i was
3: at college i used to walk to university to my classes yes. and it was always chucking it down in in nottingham yes and after the rain you would see quite big sort of wood pigeon things yes Stamping about on the grass and they were trying to get the the, uh, worms up. I I swear to you.
2: Okay, fine. So we've had that question, which I thought was bizarre. And then we had Cristiano calling in saying that he berated uh, someone with uh, a disabled person for daring to park in a child and uh, a parent and toddler parking space as if their life isn't hard enough to have and he made them move they moved but then i've said i've confessed and i don't have a problem with this at all because the parent and toddler thing I, a bit i if i i've not done it very often and it has to be no one watching right um but th- there's a car there's a multi-story car park i use and I use it because um, we've got, like, a sort of local card, and you get discount in places, including there. So a park, three-hour parking session would normally cost a fiver pound fifty. So I go there. Um, but as you drive in, on the entrance, there are four parent-toddler parking space, spaces. And if it's a busy day, right, if it's a busy day, and I have the car seats in the back but no children... And I know it's going to be a nightmare to park in that car park. I'll take one of those. Then I'll lay low, make sure everyone's gone, and then I'll get out and 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 run off. But here's the thing: you are you can park in those bays anyway. There's no law that says you can't park in parent no. toddler place if you've got no kids at all.
3: No, apart from the law of fair play.
2: No, well that's not a law.
3: Well, it's
2: not. It's not a law. You not. are allowed to park in those bays um, ad infinitum, ad hoc. No. Add. Um I don't know. You you're allowed to there's no law. I don't I don't think there's a law about parking in disabled bays.
3: I think there probably is. No,
2: I don't there? think there is. I think it is. It, that comes down to, um, the discretion of the private company that mm. owns that. So, for example, if it's a Tesco car park, Tesco own the land. Now, there will either be someone from Tesco in charge of that or they will license it out to a private company. Yeah. Uh, but, but I have, I have seen people complaining to, um, staff of, of supermarkets saying, well, someone's parked in the disabled bay and they haven't got a blue badge. And they go, ah, well. There's is. no law. Lo- you, you won't have seen this. The br- the brilliant episode of Seinfeld, where George parks in a in a handicap bay. They call them handicap bays, um, and uh, he comes back to his car, and there's like a couple of blokes. I think I've got this right. It's such a long time since. Then, there's a couple of blokes going hey, this guy's uh, parked in a handicap and he hasn't got a a, a blue badge. This is is outrageous. And then more and more people come and George (gasps) is too scared to go back to his car. And eventually there's like about a hundred people and they've got flaming torches and they set fire to his car. (laughs) Oh, I need to watch some Seinfeld. I haven't watched Seinfeld for ages and now we've met the real Kenny Kramer I need to go and watch some Seinfeld again cause it's been a I long think, time I think
3: I need to give it a second chance because oh. I was put off by the whole bow, bow, bow,
2: bow, bow, bow. Bow, bow. I was put off by the, the horrible slap bass and those really uh, the bits I didn't like were him doing stand-up at the start and the end but um, I, I, I don't know if they kept that off the whole run but the, 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 the actual sitcom in between is just delicious did you see that
3: thing recently with Seinfeld at an award ceremony being interviewed no. and this pop star comes up called Kesha and, and, I, and demands a hug. Oh, and he and the cameras are all on him. Yeah, he says no.
2: Oh,
3: and she's like, "Oh, come on, man! And no,
2: Wh- why hugger? Why he's not a hugger? Doesn't know her." That, that is a, that's a scene from Seinfeld, isn't <laughs> that it? Is, isn't that's it? a scene from No, I'm not a hugger. That's just, there's a there's a, <laughs> the spin-off of Seinfeld, Curb Your Enthusiasm oh, with Larry yeah. David, where where um it, Sky
3: doing that uh, box sets now of that.
2: Oh, it's it's on demand. just delicious. There's a brilliant one with um Ben Stiller. And Ben Stiller sneezes and kind of wipes his nose, and he goes to shake Larry's hand, and Larry's like, and he just leaves him hanging. And then it gets brought up like a week later. Why didn't you shake my hand? I and mean, it's just it's I've that, seen that one. those awkward moments. The one I watched
3: last uh, the yeah. other night was uh, he goes out bowling with Ted Danson, yeah. and, and his shoes get stolen. Yeah. Did you see that one? No,
2: I've seen a long, long time ago. <laughs> oh, see if you like that. You're like you're yeah. like Seinfeld. I'm, I'm 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 halfway through series two of Larry Sanders. Um so when I've done that I thought I've done the whole Larry Sanders box set which I treated myself to cuz it was only 25 pounds dear listener 25 pounds for the whole of the finest comedy show ever made mm. what a bargain what a bargain Billy Idol's finished oh. the Billy Idol autobiography has finished Don't tell me how it ends <laughs> <laughs> Um well i on Billy Idol yeah. there's the, here's the thing and we've got young ears so I'm going to I'll catch this fine there is no redemption. There is no, and then I realised that by doing all these naughty, rude things, I was actually living a wicked life. There's None of that. He carries on doing it, right? And the last chapter is really poignant. It's about his dad dying, and uh, he talks about his daughter being a teenager. Bearing in mind, in that book, he has he has spoken um, in a in a very uncaring way about other men's daughters mm-hmm. you know but by describing various situations with them in in a in a really impersonal cold way and so i came away i i thoroughly enjoyed the billy idol book the audiobook but i came away from it thinking what an unpleasant oh, gentleman yeah. you are <laughs> that's yeah. why i came away thinking i'm billy idol um, so I, 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 I but I, I, I might listen to it again. Uh, <laughs> am I might, do, I don't know. 0344 is the phone number if you want to give us a call. I know it sounds like we're having fun, but boy, oh boy, every second of this is hard work. <laughs> Paul's on the line. Evening, Paul. Hi, uh. Hey, Paul. I'll
15: be polite because you've got children. Thank you very do much indeed. Is. Keep it, keep it, keep it. Yeah. family friendly tonight, please, Paul. Yeah, totally family friendly, yeah. Yes, okay. okay. Uh, yep. mind you, Billy Idol. Yes? What about Rebel Yell?
2: Um, what
15: about it? Okay, okay, I just thought it was one of his better moments. Oh no, Listen, Rebel
2: we- Yell yeah, and White Wed- Wedding are, you know, they're they're okay, silly, over-the-top songs. We mo- I think we're about to have a tantrum. I think we're about to have a tantrum. Are we about to have a tantrum? Oh. L- hang on a second. Little one. are we about to have a tantrum? Come here. That was a tantrum face. I want a word with you. Come here. That on. was a tantrum face! <laughs> This could be the first ever broadcast tantrum from a five-year-old, guys. Yeah, Was that my fault? Uh, it could be, to, Paul. I
3: need to just remind her of something. What? What are the rule? What is the rule in our house? Oh. You going to say it? No, no I farting. Someone seems to have forgotten the rule. <laughs> what's the rule? You tell him.
2: <laughs> we tonight, cause we finish at one. What's? what's can I, can I can hang a, on? I, are, you try, are you trying hang on, Paul. to sleep
15: top to tail? Hang on a minute, Paul. Hang what's on. the
3: rule?
4: The rule is. Yes. Do not mess with mummy, you are not to win. Okay, Do so. Do you remember money? that? <laughs> you will yes. not win. Okay.
2: Guys, guys, listen, when we finish this, I'm going to give you my personal phone number. I'll tell you a few tricks on how you can beat mummy. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Easy peasy.
15: Right, Paul, what you got for us? Okay, can I say, Cap, you're trying to get them to go to sleep top to toe, you said.
3: Well, unfortunately, they took great delight in booting each other. That was the problem we were having. Okay, there.
15: well, the mistake you might be making, getting them to sleep top to toe, is you're using a sleeping bag for them. What? What? Hey, Paul's doing jokes. It's Thank a joke. You. That was a joke, wasn't it? Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I think it's quite an old one, but
2: yeah, you, you're really anyway, not. You're really know. got a low vibe at the moment, haven't you, Paul? I'm worried about you.
15: I don't know. I'm trying to make you travel. Finally, I say this is total truth. My nephew, my five-year-old nephew, my sister's son. Yes. That lives in the village, okay, he, he thinks, okay, he thinks, he believes in magic, I've made him believe, okay. What? But he's swallowed his first tooth tonight, he lost his first tooth right. tonight, Yes, when he's eating, yes. and he's swallowed it. Yes. Okay, and my sister's mortified, because she wants to keep his first tooth he's lost. Why? Well,
2: It's a nice what, idea, why? but six months later, that'll be gone. It,
15: you know, it's nice, you know, okay, I've got... So, so she, she, he needs. He's written the Tooth Fairy a letter yes. explaining this to leave under his pillow tonight. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm so afraid there's no to tooth.
2: tooth. There's no money. That's the deal, guys. If it's an exchange, it's a, you well, take a tooth. The Tooth Fairy takes a tooth. The Tooth Fairy puts money in. If the Tooth Fairy goes there, there's no tooth. There ain't no money.
3: Well, it did, no, we got away with it in our house, didn't we, Biggin? You, you, you ate your first tooth, didn't you?
2: Well, your, yeah. t- your, your Tooth Fairy's- She fairy. with her
3: mouth open just to prove I it had gone.
2: Your Tooth fairies
15: are sucker. Okay, mama, my sister has got uh, the potty out, his old potty out. Right. So when you know She's goes, not waiting no! to capture his no! poo and sift through his yeah. poo to get the tooth. She's going to feed him a load of sweet corn, which is apparently Thanks. good. For the and old and, part, the, and yeah. Paul, just to check, you think this
2: call is suitable for five-year-olds, Yeah. uh, thanks very much indeed (laughs) 0344 that was him that was him that was the censored version of Paul from Stoke Poges. there 0344 4991000 you're listening to uh, we're just having a laugh do you know what I mean it's Friday it's been a really horrible few weeks in terms of the news and in terms of the world so uh, you know we've got a couple of kids in the studio and we're just having a laugh can't argue with that, can you? I bet some of you can. Um, 344 4991000 the late-night alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee,
12: on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking.
2: The, um, the Daily Star got a headline wrong today, and I'm happy to point out the uh, headline they got wrong, guys. Where they they, they uh, talked about a terrible story about um, a young person, the young man was murdered... In front of his p- a horrible story, they got the headline wrong. Instead of putting man dies after attack, they put gypsy dies. I, um. I, um. Ah, uh, you got it wrong, guys. The word you're looking for was man. That's what you were looking for. 0344 499 1000. I tell you what's in the papers today and it's this wonderful wonderful picture that we uh, that that kind of did the rounds on Twitter yesterday. You've probably seen it. The picture of Paul McCartney, Sir Paul of McCartney, the Mull of Kintyre himself, the greatest bass player known to mankind, travelling on his own on a train. It's a, and it's a brilliant picture. You see it John, it's such oh, it's such a good picture. It's just him Sat, he's in first class. All right, he's worth a few, Bob. He's in first class, got his coat and his scarf on, and he's just reading the magazine. And someone's gone, Hey, Ben, it's Paul McCartney. And they've got their phone and done a cheeky... And taken a picture. And it's brilliant. And there's no one around him. No bodyguards. No minders. um, None of the other Beatles. None of Wings. Mm -hmm. uh, There's no old men. Um... (laughs) to <laughs> there's no what is the scene from a hard day's night where he's traveling on a train there's a couple of business uh, there's a businessman with the Beatles annoy and then there's the scene with his granddad he's very clean um <laughs> uh, um and it's just it's such a nice picture and loads of the papers have uh, have got it today i think it's in um uh, oh, oh no this isn't it i'll tell you what's in um, what is in the star it's a lovely picture go and look for it because it's great it was all over twitter yesterday my love for paul mccartney knows no bounds okay listen of course he's done so even if he did nothing after the beatles broke up right even if he did nothing ever again that man wrote for no one which is the i mean that's the title of a song i mean he wrote for people but he wrote the song for no one and what's the other song on revolver he does there's a really uh, that's for no one there's um there's a really nice song he does on, on revolver two of the best songs ever in the world if he'd never written another song that would be good enough but then he keeps doing good stuff. His last few albums of original material. What, what happens is a ri- his albums of original material will have about half, they'll have that quarter of it will be brilliant, another quarter will be good, and then you know, the other half is you, you don't need it. But that's still half a good album. Mm-hmm. Every three or four years, it's brilliant.
3: The thing I like best about that photo is it's completely natural. There's yep. no no face pulling, no thumbs up. It's just Macca. Yep, being Macca by yeah. himself.
2: Yeah, and because if he'd known that camera was there, of course he he would he have been straight up there. He he la. La. I love I love Paul McCartney. Here's the thing: Paul McCartney ain't going to be with us forever, guys. All right, so let's let's make the most of Paul McCartney. I've seen Paul McCartney live. I want to say three times, definitely twice, I think three times. And it's just, every time. No, it is three times. I, I, the last time I saw it, I went with Justin. That was it, I remember. And um, it was great because it was like hit, hit, new song, new song, obscure song, hit, hit new song hit hit and, it, and I'm, at least he
3: mixed them more. it was just...
2: he, there's a brilliant quote i don't know why he's, he's in the papers a lot at the moment i wonder why i wonder if there's something going on but he did a brilliant thing the other day he was talking about um going to see bands he says look when i go and see a band if i go and see the stones i want honky-tonk woman woman and satisfaction right and he said here's a lesson the stones can learn from me when i'm doing a concert if i play Beatles songs." The audience is alight with mobile phones. If (laughs) I... Such a lovely line. When I play a new one, it's like looking into a black hole. And (laughs) I just thought that was so self-aware and wonderful. Because he's right. When you go to a Paul McCartney concert or, you know, a, a heritage artist, as we call them, you want the hits. You want the hits. And when it's a new one, that's kind of how long is this have i got time to go and get a pint that's <laughs> how it works but you know
3: what it's like when you go there and yep. and you actually go and see people f- who were not part of your childhood you know yep. they weren't new when they when you were a kid yeah um but my dad went to see paul mccartney he said and all of a sudden he said i was 15 again yeah, you know
2: yeah. i love it and the whole room is and people do this and oh, paul mccartney can't sing anymore Whoa, whoa 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 hang on a second there right first of all he's 74 yes, right yes and he can sing he's just lost the higher register mm-hmm. he's just lost that whoo that bit is gone everything else is still and it's a little bit huskier but it still sounds like paul mccartney yeah, he's allowed. still he's a 74 year old paul mccartney and he sounds better than than he, he should do he sounds we i just think he's absolutely wonderful are you after a hot chocolate i don't no, think it's we is have water, is in that him? water you thirsty yeah why are you not asleep yet What's going That's on? Not, you're not asleep yet? Have you got that dark on? It
3: yes. might be time.
2: <laughs> there we go. That'll do it. Are you okay? You bored? You can be bored. I'm bored. I get bored doing this sometimes. You bored? Okay. And you're being very polite. You look bored. I think I get do you sleeping. believe in... <laughs> Sorry? Do you believe in life after love after love after... No. You don't know that song, do you? No. Do you believe in life after love? Do you? No. Okay. Oh. Do you believe... Let's, uh, let's have Biggum's microphone on for a second, because I want to ask you a question. A very important question, so let's get this microphone on here. Here's a question. Do you believe in life after love? No. Do you believe in aliens and flying saucers? <laughs> it's a good question, isn't it? <laughs>
3: what, what do you think? You know- Yes!
2: Little and does. Biggum? That's tough. It's a tough one, isn't it? Have you, Okay, have you ever seen a flying saucer?
4: I don't know. Oh, wow! Actually, I have.
2: Have you? When did? Oh, hang on a second. So tell us. Let, let me get some appropriate music. Hang on a second. We're gonna get the right um, music for
4: for
3: this. a massive whopper
2: there of a go. fib. Tell us about when you saw a flying saucer.
4: Uh, uh I met when I was coming out of grandma's house, yeah. and it just flew past. With green and red light, and it kept flashing, and it was really small. Wowzers! Sounds like an aeroplane. Yes. It wasn't an aeroplane, no.
2: Wowzers! That's interesting. Indec- <laughs> were you scared? No. Did you get taken aboard the UFO?
4: <laughs> no.
2: Okay, because that would have been. Would you, okay, so she's. Your sister's actually seen a UFO. Have you seen a UFO, Biggin?
4: Oh. I have sort of seen. The tell me, tell me, tell me,
2: tell me. <laughs> go on, go on. This is brilliant.
4: I was in the shop, <laughs> in the sweets. <suite. laughs>
2: so if you tell me when well, you saw the little, the little cardboard ones that you <laughs> eat, get out of this. Unbelievable.
4: <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> but do you believe in aliens? Because I do. <laughs>
4: You
2: don't need to shout. Don't need to shout. I do. I believe in aliens. And I'll tell you why. Because there's a picture of of a UFO Mm. in the newspaper today. Look at that. Look Mm. at...
3: They they put the arrow on afterwards. It wasn't there with it.
2: E.T. Saucer is spotted above City. An amateur photographer has captured an image of a flying saucer-shaped UFO hovering in the night sky. Carol Middleton was on a river trip. Hang
3: on. Carol Middleton?
2: Carol Middleton.
3: (laughs) Mother of Kate? Kate? Carol Milton. I, d- I, d-
2: I don't know. Gosh, she gets about. Was uh, on a river trip with a group of keen snappers. She pointed her camera at a tall chimney and streetlight in the evening gloom. But when reviewing her shots later, she was shocked to see the mystery object hovering above. She said, I didn't notice until I got home. I showed it to my friends. They said straight away, it looked like UFO. We were trolling along on the boat, and now it's just taking pictures and hope for Beth. The mysterious saucer-shaped green light appearing above an old water pumping station in Cambridge, now home to the city's Museum of Technology. After Carol's image was shared (laughs) on social media, people began to speculate on what the object was. One joked that the chimney is a well-known intergalactic beacon for UFOs. This is not the time for jokes. This is not the time for uh, frivolity. This is a... There has to be. NASA have come out and said that there is life on other planets. They know that. They know that. It's a scientific fact. And- and they will be light years ahead of us. Which
3: county were they in, again?
2: Um, I don't uh... Cambridgeshire. Yeah, why not?
3: If you're looking to probe the finest mines in the country, yeah. where would you go?
2: I'd go to Oxford. Oh, okay. Let's go <laughs> to, um, let's go to John in Croydon. Evening, John. Good evening. How's it going? So, yeah, it's, go- it's going very well, John. What have you got for us this evening? I,
6: know, I just tuned in a couple of minutes ago and you were talking about Paul McCartney. First question, who's the kid? Hello, kid.
2: The the children are, um, it's a new scheme by Talk Radio to try and get younger listeners. These are my new co-hosts. Biggin. say hello, Biggin. Hello. And Littleun.
4: Hello. Yeah, how old are you two? How old are you? Five. Eight.
6: And have either of you heard of Paul McCartney?
4: Yeah. yeah.
3: You know about Paul McCartney, don't you? What band was he in? The Beatles. There we Good go. You girls. See. I'm
2: bringing yeah. them up right. There we go, John. Ooh. If you phoned up to Dis McCartney, you have come to the wrong place, buddy.
6: We we were we were taught about Lennon when we were ten, uh my thirties now. Yes. And I was in Morocco by the Atlas Mountains a couple of years ago. Um, right, oh yeah, I yeah, no <laughs> word of a lie. Yeah. I could hear in the distance you how and I was in Calcutta and I was talking to a rickshaw driver and I showed a picture of the Beatles on the phone and he didn't recognize them. Then I showed Lennon and the wife. Yes. And he recognised Lennon. He said, "John." I mean, it's incredible that four guys yeah. from Merseyside, Liverpool, Liverpool, I believe.
14: I think. Liverpool how can you? In,
2: how can you be unsure where the Beatles
6: are from? So Liverpool is in Merseyside.
2: Yeah, you but no. But no No one's ever said four lads from Merseyside that shook the world.
6: And I. This is also true. I was in a prison a couple of years ago,
2: not as a convict. Well Hang on a minute. What, what, a prison in this country. Yes. Okay.
6: And I was talking
2: to a skull shrubbing, you know, and I thought... From I'd Merseyside. And,
6: <laughs> and I thought I'd try and... I thought I'd try and lighten the mood a bit, because he was a bit down, to the killing and stuff he'd done. And I thought I'd mention the Beatles.
2: Yeah, we've got young thing. ears, don't forget, John. We've got young ears. Yeah, that's I right, no, it's a nice tale. And I well, said, you, I you, said, you, you brought up killing, but, you yeah, know, fair enough, go on. Well, no, this is difficult for me, because it's all about locust and point
6: of reference, because you've got Bernie and... What was these two kids' names? Bernie and... Big, Bernie and,
2: um, Sanders.
6: Yeah. No, sorry, oh, that's, that's inappropriate. Okay, ah, okay, if you, uh, this is a good story for this please. I, I once, I was on the tube, and I thought, oh, look, that looks like James <laughs> O'Brien. And I Who? started walking, yes. and I followed him all the way to his front door. Um... Sorry? At, yeah, it was maybe eight years
2: ago. You're phoning up to confess to stalking James O'Brien. It's not, uh, we've got little little, don't mention all it, like that. You walked- you followed him to his front door?
6: It was years ago, he's probably moved.
2: Oh, in that case, that's fine then. As long as it was years ago, that's- that's not- that's not weird. Um, and To his I, front door!
6: I haven't seen anyone famous on the tube since I saw Boy George in 2009.
2: And did you follow Boy George to his front door? No, he'd just come out of prison and he was looking quite- You're sick. obsessed with prison?! <laughs> which is where you're gonna end up if you keep following people to their front door!
6: Um, who else famous have I now? I thought Richard Gervais
2: he was alright. And and did you did you try and blackmail him? Did you did you threaten him with a knife? <laughs>
6: Come on, you're making me sound like a
2: weirdo now. <laughs> no! I'm not making you sound like a weirdo. You're making you sound like a weirdo by saying you saw James O'Brien on the tube, so you followed him to his front door. No, because I was
6: just behind him at a cash point and I thought I'd just go, You're a one James, but I thought because he's He's quite quite intellectual, isn't he? And then you think, what can I say to him? And he's not famous enough to, like, be mobbed, but he's not, not uh, unfamous enough to not be recognised. So you
2: followed him from a cash point to his front door. (laughs) It sounds worse than it is, because I've called him up a few times as well. It sounds bad, because it is bad, you stalker! No, it, 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 he would have known. He would have known that the. You, you think is that person that was behind me at the cash flipping out? They're following me. Did he start running at any point? Well, but when when he was stood outside his front door, he sort of did stand
6: and look at me as if to sort of realise that he he knew I'd. And then I obviously carried
2: on walking. But it's crying though. You just it was just a leisurely walk I took.
8: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Well, John, 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 thanks for that. I think. 03444991000. Matt, stay there. Come to you after this. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all
12: night generation. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
2: We
1: have ways of making you talk.
2: Good evening, Matt. Hello. Hello, Matt. I How uh, am I on? Um, you, did you call up to come on? Oh yeah, no, I, I can't believe I'm actually on. <laughs> well, wow. it, well, it, it's a very simple process. You phone up a phone-in radio show, and then you go on. Yeah, yeah, it just, it just it it's just, happened, I mean, Matt. Been... Dreams, dreams can come true. Dream big, because look what's happened to you so far.
0: Yeah, I know. I mean, I've I've been listening for the past two weeks. Um, wow, first
2: time a caller, I am sure. Well, we, well, you you're a little bit slacker than a caller we had yesterday, who'd only just started listening and decided to call in. How did you discover the show two weeks ago? Um, Through Twitch, Twitch, Twitch TV. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. My, my, Matthew is is streaming it on Twitch TV, and I don't really know what that means, but we're getting loads open. of new um, people who are discovering the show. Well, I'm I'm glad to have you on board, Matt. What yeah. you got for us? Uh, yeah, well,
0: like I said, I'm, I'm first time caller. I, I'm, I, you know, I love the show. Um, Thank you. I've got, you know,
2: I. Oh, Matt, is that the best you've got? Is that the? Be- I knew we were getting to that. I knew we were getting to that. You can tell. Here's the thing, guys. By the way, that didn't go out because we have a wonderful thing called a dump button, which means if someone phones up and says something rude or naughty, um, I can press a button so it doesn't go out. I also knew that he was going to do that. Mate, can you give me that number, John, of, of Matt? Because I'll give him a call tonight when I get home. Um, because you can tell when someone's going to swear because they always build up to it. And also, Matt, who's the twit, to use your word? Me, that's getting paid quite well to do this, or you, that phones up to swear to eight-year-olds and five-year-olds? Who's who's the biggest twit, do you think, Matt? Who do you think, out of the two of us, me, who's um, earning several hundred pounds to sit here and talk tonight, or you the sad lonely person sat at home in your underwear phoning up to swear at a 5 year old i i i mean i don't know i don't know what the listeners might think but i've got my idea as to who is the bigger twit to uh, to use your words. But thank you very much, Matt. And still, they keep on listening. 0344. 4991000 is the telephone number. Here's the thing, by the way, as well. He phoned up and he told John that he wanted to speak about UFOs. Because I know, because John types it on the screen. Um, If you want to phone up and say you don't like the show, I'm probably the only radio host in the country that is happy for you to phone up and say you don't like the show. I'm kind of cool with that. I would just say... We do have eight year, an eight-year-old and a five-year-old in the studio, so just you know, just just kind of watch your language a little bit. But you, you can phone up if you don't like the show. You can phone up. I'm sorry that your um, girls were present to that: I
3: think it was w- washed over them. Yeah,
2: they've heard worse, of course, <laughs> from, from you. Um, they've they've heard all the swears. But I just just Matt, just uh, what I would suggest, Matt, have uh, have a little think about where you are in life. Where you think swearing to a five and an eight year old two five, a five year old and an eight year old girl where you think that that 's acceptable, just have a little think on it over the weekend and then maybe give us a call on Monday and we can um we can see if we can help you. 0344 499 is the uh, telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you are more than welcome to do so. Speaking of um, swearing in front of children, there's an interesting story in the sun. We'll be careful. Then. We'll, 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 we'll handle it carefully. I, I like Adele. I'm not a massive fan of her music. I like the first album and I've not really listened to the other, so I can't comment. But I think it, I think it's all right. I know. like her and yeah.
3: I like the fact that she's fairly, you know, she's real, isn't she?
2: Yeah. I, no, and, and you know what? She, she's um, um, a, a British girl done good. You, you know, you can't, you can't, uh, not that. Um, Adele turns the air blue on the first date of her Wembley finale gigs. Apparently, she's quitting um, show business.
3: Well, she doesn't have to do anything. Yeah, she doesn't, does she? Does. Does
2: she? I, if i had that much money and she'll get money for the rest of her life from royalties
3: she gets very nervous apparently for shows yeah. why do it to yourself
2: i'd knock that on the head um <laughs> she's used um she's sworn right and mm-hmm. the son have done um that thing where they write five songs <laughs> with, with one right they're not very good but one of them is good right i to be careful rolling in the beep. Skyfowl, <laughs> cussing pavements, mm. Ruda has it, and here's one. I'm and I'm gonna use, uh, I'm gonna use the original title of the song because they've used asterisks. Can't let go. Wow, isn't it okay. though? Isn't it? They put see. The aster- others were the, kind the, of mild, yeah, and then they went one, straight in with the LC. is not not that? Isn't that? <laughs> can't let go that's what she said can't let go can't let go is the uh, the name of that song i don't know what those letters could mean
13: no
2: um adele turned the air blue on the first date of her wembley finale gigs by swearing 56 times the potty mouth star She <laughs> <Who> was counting <laughs> well the sun would ca- our bosses uncle roop was there well i don 't i 'm going to go and see Adele, but i don 't like the foul language get get me my my uh, pencil and parchment i 'm going to jot these down and uh, maybe we can put it in the papers. <laughs> Adele turned the air blue on the first date of her Wembley finale gigs by swearing fifty six times the and the, I love it i am going to write i want to compile a, a book of words that you only hear in newspapers, one right. of them is romp
3: yes romp.
2: And this one is... Oh well, no, actually, I say this quite a lot. Potty-mouthed. <laughs> the potty-mouthed star let go 44 Fs, 7 Ss and a B.
11: She <laughs> <laughs> let them go.
2: They've <laughs> got the whole list here. 44 Fs, 1... 1 pi- P, one, 1 D, 7 Ss, 1 tit... And one B, the word you said on the radio the other day. Like, I did not. You said it, and I complained I said, to Ofcom about it.
3: Isation. Well, say now,
2: is... say it now in front of the girls. Is a word. No, you were not Exactly, exactly. And that's why I complained to Ofcom. And by the way, it's been upheld.
9: <laughs> hmm.
2: Um, I'll tell you what, we'll do this in a minute. I'm late for a break. Uh, Rocky, stay there. 03444991000. Late nights with Ian. Uh, no, no, no. The late night alternative with me, Ian Lee, on talk radio. Late nights, Ian Lee, on talk radio.
1: We have ways of making you talk. Remind
2: me, remind me, remind me to tell you the nightmare I had trying to get um, th- that noise. It's a water feature. We've got a water feature for the show. If you want to see it, go to periscope.com forward slash uh, periscope.tv, sorry, forward slash Ian Lee. The nightmare I had trying to get insurance for a, for a 125cc scooter. Flipping, heck. Let's go to Rocky first. Evening, Rocky. Good evening, Mr. Lee. How are you? I'm doing very, very well, sir. I'm, I'm doing very well, actually. I'm looking forward to I've got, I've got. A little bit of a line. It's been a really busy week, and I've got a bit of a line. I say a bit of a line stupidly. I've booked my car in for an MOT at 12.30 tomorrow, so I'll have to get up at 12. But, I mean, I've got a bit of a line, so I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to that.
18: Oh, good. Well, I used to be an MOT tester, so good luck to you.
2: Thank you very right. much indeed.
18: This is a serious question. I'm not a bit like-hearted. Yep. Um, last year, I got a DAB radio from my home of my car yes. via a leaflet. And on the leaflet, it said that the analogue signal would be switched off sometime in 2016. And obviously, because they want to free up airspace for for
2: cell phones, etc. Yeah.
18: And it hasn't happened. No. Do you know when it is going to happen? Because Uh, this is probably why you're you're listening yes.
2: um, well you're it could be yourself. could because the show's pony let's never forget that yeah i i no i don't know and i don't think they know it was due uh, uh, and i'm i'm only half despite this being my industry my bread and butter i've only kind of half followed this story but um they, uh, the, uh, I, I think that the date of 2016 was announced like about 5 years ago when the government thought there would be a huge uptake in the number of people using dab Radios and the, the up, the uptake was nowhere near as big and as quick as they expected. I don't know what the percentage of people who listen to the radio listen on DAB, but it, it's nowhere near as big as they thought. Um, and so when it got closer and closer to the date of 2016, there was a huge hoo ha. Can you give me an Al Pacino? Can you, just turn, can you give me an Al Pacino hoo ha? Yeah, there was a big because, um, people go, well, no, you can't switch it off, because we can't get DAB where we are, and we haven't got a DAB radio, so I, for some reason, I want to say the date, I want to say they put it back five years to 2021, but I don't know that for sure, I don't know that for sure. Oh. I'm clutching. I'm. 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 looking around in the dusty back of my mind at the moment, and it's a little bit. Um, it's a little bit murky in there. But that that kind of rings a bell.
18: Well, as for your show being in pants, that's uh, totally wrong. Along with the two mics, your shows are among the, the two. As far as I'm concerned, the two best currently on radio today.
2: You're very very kind. When, where have the two mics been? When, when, are the two mics back next week? Because I've I, I've missed those guys. I like. Though I don't like... I hate sport. Here's the thing, Rocky. I hate sport. All of my sporting knowledge comes from um, uh, listening to the two mics, because cause I, I love them so much... I will sit and listen to them talking about the manager of Everton, you know, because I just enjoy them arguing with each other so much. So that's. But where the hell are they, they Catherine? They've been doing afternoons. Why?
3: Or mornings, covering for some slacker. Um,
2: unbelievable! Are they back next week in the rightful um, graveyard? I'm going to
3: insist they are. Make
2: sure you do, because I like I like listening to them on the way home. And now that oh, they're back next week from Wednesday. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Back next week from Wednesday, because now that the Billy Idol um, audio book has finished, Rocky, I've got nothing to listen. To.
18: Well, I will give you uh, a bit of a, a, a heads-up for an artist that I listen to, by the name of Darrell Hyam. Yes. Did he ring a bell?
2: No, go on, who's that?
18: Right, well, he's he used to be the former husband of Amelda May. Is that ring a bell?
2: Now, hang on, who's am Imel- I'm, I'm confusing Theresa May with Imelda Marcos and Imelda Sta- Sta- Staunton. Is who's Imelda Staunton? Imelda-,
18: Imelda May was a young Irish artist uh, from Dublin. She used, to, she, she used to do rockabilly, but now she's gone into a uh, different... Okay. Well, Daryl Hyam started in the mid-90s with a band called Bob and the Bear Tats. Right. He left and went solo in 1995 He yes. released 25 studio albums.
2: Wow. Are they, are they any good?
18: Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is the British Brian Setzer. With, 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 with
2: now, him. all right, stop the clock. Time out. Stop the clock. Okay. This is the third mention of Brian Setzer i've had in a week right someone sent me because my new my new jam is dan hicks and his hot licks and someone very kindly sent me a dan hicks cd live and also brian setzer and then um uh, katia on twitter mentioned brian setzer and then you've mentioned brian setzer and i've never i've never heard and he's kind of like rockabilly isn't he right he started out in the late
18: 70s with his brother Gary with a band called the Bloodless Pharaohs. They were a punk band. Okay, and then he met up with the Stray um,
2: Cats. He was in the Stray Cats. Absolutely. Right. Well, okay. he started out
18: as a Tomcats in in. In uh, that case, the, that's well. the fourth
2: mention because Billy Idol mentions him in his autobiography. Something's happening with me and Brian right. Setzer.
18: Well, they came to England in 1979, recorded Runaway Boys, yes. and then Rock This Town, Stray Cats. Uh, Dave Edmonds was their producer. Yes. And then. They had a few hits, and they faded away. and Came back in the late nineties with bringing on back again from the album Blast Off. Yes. Then he discovered orchestra, and that's how he made his name. Right. He does rockabilly mixed with this swing orchestra, okay. and they sell out wherever. Wow. They're, they're huge in Japan. I and mean at the, the Montreal Jazz Festival in nineteen ninety-eight, he played in front of two hundred and seventy-six thousand. Sweet Lord, absolutely. Well, he does album after album after album, and he does uh, periodically. He, he records with the Stray Cats and tours. But he has batting bands such as uh, the the riot squad,
2: the Nashvilleians. Okay. Uh, it, it truly I feel, is I feel I'm living his career in real time genius. I'm going to check Brian Setzer out Rocky, thank you for your kind words and, and, and uh, thank you, and we'll make sure that's passed on to the uh, to the uh, um, uh, no we won't, we'll just keep it here Is Brian
3: Setzer still alive? Because oh, yeah. that's a lot of mentions Isn't
2: it just? Um, 0344 499 1000 and he talks about Brian Setzer playing to 270,000 people well dear listener in a, a, a little over a week's time Catherine and I will be playing to 27 people Yeah, we're, we're playing um, a gig at the stand in newcastle right Uh, and i can say this categorically there are 273 tickets left
3: so grab them
2: while they're no rush lukewarm no rush 273 tickets left for a show a week on sunday in newcastle nice So it's going to be, we're not cancelling it, t- trust me, I've, t- I've tried, the venue won't let me, but I've tried <laughs> three times, maybe we should cancel this, no, 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 we never cancel the show. Okay, thanks, we'll, 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 we'll drive for five hours to play 27 people, which is great, which I don't mind, because those 27 people will, will want it, and we will give it to them. It's
3: going to be a legendary gig. I was on Infinite. BBC
2: Newcastle this week, I think.
3: Mm. Didn't ask me, did they?
2: No, <laughs> they didn't ask you, Catherine, because, uh Yeah, we uh, know. Well, okay. Yeah. Um, Because of the Ofcom (laughs) Exactly um, 03444991000. If you, there, there are literally 273 tickets left. If you want to buy them, even if you want to buy them and not turn up, that would be awesome. If you Google the stand, the rabbit hole, July the 9th, it's only a tenner, bishy, bashy, boshy. Um, you too could, um, could, um, uh, be sat in a huge, cavernous, almost empty hall listening to, um, the sounds of silence echoing off the walls.
3: I'm going to insist that everyone sits at the back. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's the that's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. Um, um, hang on a second, let me just uh, let me just turn this up while I just I think we just ban Paul from uh, from ever taking part in this show. Guess He's what? He sent an email. Oh, oh, let's read it. Let's read it, shall Please. we? Please, let's read it. Okay, Ian. Finally, <clears throat> you thought I was out of order when I called speaking about searching for a tooth in poo in front of an eight and five year old <laughs> children. Now you've just spoken about the singer Adele and her swearing, making it pretty obvious the bad words she was saying in front of these same children again. I think what I said about poo, the kids will find funny and totally harmless and understand the reason. But you saying about Adele and making obvious words she was using is just wrong. Think, Ian. Of course I was thinking, you absolute pudding. I, I tell you what, Paul, Um, s- stand down for a week. Stand down, Shall we s- stand down for a week? It's obviously m- y- making you angry. Stand down for a week, Paul. Paul, st- Paul, you stood down for a week. Stood down for a week. Your services are not required for a week. You've got a week in the sin bin. Uh, let's see how you... Uh, is- is- Oh no, she's still asleep. I couldn't see. I couldn't see you there. One big down, and. one clinging on. Um, come and sit. Come and sit in this chair. Come on, you're, you're, your sister's asleep. Come and sit in this chair. Come on, because you're, 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 you're not you're not going to fall asleep, are you? No, she you're is. too too tough. Too Extra tough, points this. for persistence. Well done. Put the headphones on so you can listen. We'll take a call from Pablo. Pablo's a nice guy. Little one's asleep. Big and still here. Um, evening, Pablo. Hip hip, hip hip hip, Hip, Pablo. How you doing? Let's t- let's turn um, Biggin's microphone on as well, please, John. There we go. Perfect. Don't touch you don't it. Don't need to hold it. There down. we go. Perfect. You don't need to get too close. You want about that much. You put your fist... Okay, twi- there we go. Let me
3: just. you've wiggled it about. Perfect. Right. Don't mess with
2: it. Don't get fresh from me. Hang in a minute. Now, hang on a minute. Because l- 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 hang on a minute, we're doing little technicals here. You got a. St- oh. oh blimey! What have you done to it, Catherine? <laughs> I never did it? You've broken it. Hang on a minute, Pablo. Oh. Hang on a minute. We're f- just fixing. Oh, is that make, that's making it looser? Yeah. Hang on, All right, hang on a minute, because I, I think the microphone was turned around so, oh it's all got, there we go, right, we're gonna go around, we're going around, no, don't, no, there we go, there we go, oh. I want to find, yeah. no, because it's got to be that way, right, right, don't, there we go, perfect, there we go, perfect, perfect, We've got it, Pablo. (laughs) Kind of. John's looking on in disgust and horror at what we're doing to the technical equipment. I'll have a little fiddle with it during, there we go, there we go. Right, Pablo, what you got for us?
5: What did you say? I was going to be one, well, I am going to be one of the people at the stand. uh, Oh, beautiful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, um, we'll spot you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it'll be great if everyone coming could wear a T-shirt with their name on, or just, like, a badge with their name on. So Hi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so we all know who everybody is, please. That would be well, wonderful.
5: That, that can be arranged.
2: <laughs> Good, nice one. Oh, I look forward to meeting you, mate. Nice one. Thank you for that.
5: Um, also, um, I, I don't know if it's been already been um, mentioned, but it's the... um uh, was it? Xenials? What? I've discovered I'm a Xenial. I'm sorry? What's he saying? Um, it, it, like, it's the... Hang on, hang on a, a minute. Moment. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? <laughs> what are you doing?
2: <laughs> I don't know. You just have like a spasm. You're like your head just <laughs> went, what are you doing? What's wrong? I don't
4: know.
2: Was it a ghost? Was it a ghost? I
4: don't know. Did a
2: ghost brush your face? I don't
4: know. Was it a spider? I don't know. Was it an alien? I
2: don't know. <laughs> mm, so it could be an alien or a ghost or a, or a black widow spider. Oh. Ooh. Oh!
4: <laughs> I don't like spiders. This
2: wasn't a spider, but you're okay with a ghost?
4: All right, <laughs> what's wrong with you? scream
2: he's <laughs> well, there's no spiders All oh, about a ghost spider <laughs> but there is... no don't Pablo <laughs> ignore him he's, spider, this man's you.
5: a lunatic um what did you say Pablo? you're speaking in <laughs> tongues. A xenial. No. A xenial. i'm i'm halfway i'm the age gap halfway between a millennial and a gen xer and um, oh. uh, uh, initially nineteen seventy seven through nineteen eighty three didn't have a term. Like right. a all term for that age gap. So they, oh. y- you've made up a term. No, no, no. Somebody else did it about four days ago. But um, what? It's venial.
3: <laughs> well, I'm not um, going to be one. I don't. I don't like it.
2: Well, no. You were born in 1969.
5: Well, shut up. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I fall within the, the median and that. So it's uh, well. Yeah. That's you must. You must feel so proud. Well, apparently, I'm um, a generation who grew up without technology, but was an adult with technology. What? Um, and also, I'm, I'm allowed to be, they kind of disaffected and a little bit uh, mardy. Pablo, can you I just stop the... you for one second?
2: For one yeah, second. Go. I just want to work with reduction meeting with Kath. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. I haven't got a clue what he's on about. This is making no sense no, I know whatsoever. And the
3: worrying thing is, I'm supposed to be one of these things. But I don't. Know, what's he talking about? I don't it's know.
2: About I that think... technology in 1982.
3: And then suddenly they. And well, then are
2: well, all Mardi. We only got another just under two minutes. Until just
5: we're... nod smiling. All right, yeah. Pablo. Yeah, no, go, on, mate. Enjoying this? Yeah, go on. Well, yeah. Um, so yeah, but also, um, I suppose they're supposed to have the, uh, the the drive and forward thinking of the millennials to, yes. to power uh-huh. me through.
2: Yeah. Mm. Uh huh. Yeah.
5: It's not mm. not happening. No. Right, but, um, hey. Yeah. you know I, I I like to live outside the box how's the know? um uh, how's the wedding plans going um good I bought a box for the missus's birthday I which thought you'd like, like to live outside the box well it, uh, I'm I'm not inside the box right that so be, you are oh, okay that would be like buying a coffin for yeah? a birthday present yes and, well she, she may wish that on occasion but, okay uh, have you been drinking heavily no 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 sniffing yes, glue total tonight. OK, well...
2: well, 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 well Maybe well. we should drink some. Yeah, I think, I think you need to... St- I, I very rarely do I say this, but Pablo you need a stiff one buddy 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call we're having one of those shows this evening it's been a lousy few weeks with news and, and stuff when we're, we're looking through the papers and i'm deliberately avoiding kind of all the heavy stuff we have two children in the studio well we have one because the other one's fast asleep little and has conked out and is out of it can we can we shave our eyebrows and um write rude words on her forehead Definitely. in um sharpies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Big and still wide awake. Um so we're just kind of just sat here having a little chat really and and just seeing what comes out. Um we've talked about parking um disabled people parking in parent and toddler bays. We've talked um about UFOs and ghosts. Um, I think that's been it, hasn't mm. it? It's been the main thrust of it. You can call in about any of that stuff or anything else you fancy, really. Oh, I'll tell you about me trying to get insurance a bit later on. 0344 4991000, the late night alternative on talk radio.
15: Late night, Ian Lee on talk radio.
1: We have ways of making you talk.
13: Today was kind of like the 4th of July The way your face lit up The entire sky Had to look away because it hurt my eyes The way you hit me was a big surprise Wasn't making any sense, but I felt okay. Ask you if it was my birthday. This kind of thing don't happen every day. Just like a child, a little curious, a little white, live in the moment, and you'll never go out of style. You know, it's really.
2: simani coppola my new best friend we went to her house oh oh, oh, careful that's a sweary one we um we went to her house i bought a piece of art off her which may have arrived the other day i don't know it's something something from ups um we tried to deliver but um we didn't press the doorbell one of those things is uh (laughs) is it it may it may be that i just don't know guys this is um the late night alternative with me ian lee every monday to friday ten to one uh, we come in, we kind of, um, we, I mean, we can talk about the big news stories, they're out there, but we tend to, um, sort of avoid them, because everybody's talked about them, and what else is there new to say? And tonight we're doing something slightly different, Kath is, um, for some inexplicable reason and i won't have it out with her on the air but th- th- trust me emails have been sent um to both social services and my boss mr denny morris mm. um but for some reason you've bought um two of your children in
3: yeah well i left the others at home yes um we heard and there were one fireworks of them, you, you have an
2: eight-year-old at yeah. five minutes past midnight is eating minstrels and yeah. um rice krispies cake she's
3: eyeing my fizzy pop and there is no way she's having any nope. of this
2: nope.
3: um th- we thought there were fireworks didn't we biggin mm. Yeah, very disappointing. Well,
2: here's the thing. I'm um, a man of uh, of great integrity.
3: But not of your word, it would seem. And,
2: and morals. And I thought it would be inappropriate for me to take your children onto the roof of the building, strip off in front of them, insert a firework into my bum and get them to light it. <laughs>
3: Snowflake. You would have loved that, wouldn't you? Yeah, probably. <laughs>
2: I'm going to do that next week. I'm doing that next week. Here's the thing. So so you know I did my CBT on yesterday. And
3: that's not the therapy. No, it's It's not the the torture. It's the other thing.
2: Yeah, it's the compulsory bike training, I think it is. I don't really know. So I did that, right, on a little 50cc Mm putt-putt. And it was the most terrifying experience of my life. Why? because you're, you're on a little motorbike and it's going I say going fast it could only go 27 miles an hour and that was he with the wind you, behind and you
3: and he made you ride to another town within three yeah. minutes of trying this thing out
2: yeah 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 he said do you, do you he said <laughs> we can't do it here um do you know it's we're in Slough and those of you know the area will know do, 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 we, 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 we'll go to Langley um do you want to drive in your car and meet us there but to be honest it'd be easier if you rode the scooter would you be able to do that and of course me uh, easy uh, for who for him well, yeah well yeah <laughs> i'm a bloke right so i've got, well actually i think it's a human thing to say yeah that'll be fine right and he said to what get get on the get on a scooter now have a little have you ever in one before no have a little ride around the car park just see how you get on with it and i was bricking it i was terrified honestly it was it was the and it was the scooter itself was was knackered he said there's a bit of problem with the fuel so what you need to do is you need to keep the throttle on maximum and accelerate and decelerate by using the brake what? Yeah, right. so the thr- throttle's on maximum, you had to just go with the brake. Although,
3: funnily enough, I used to have a car like that. Yeah, My yeah. first car. To go uphill, I had to press the brake.
2: It was terrifying. Um, and 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 after five minutes, uh, he said, "Do you think you can ride to Slough, which is at uh, Langley, which is about four, three or four miles away? Wouldn't you? Yeah, no problem." Is it a straight line? <laughs> no, you had to go. To, you had to go like on the A four and round roundabout. It was terrifying. It's
3: that feeling like when you're a learner driver, yeah. where you're thinking no one around me has the clue that I'm mm. really awful at this?
2: But here's the th- here's the thing, right? When you're in a car, even as a learner, I felt safer because I thought if anyone hits me. They hit the car. They hit the car, be fine. But there, you're in this. You're in a little bit of plastic. You're in a little bit of plastic. And the floor kept falling off the thing as well. So oh, it, was, no. oh, it was awful. Anyway, I passed. Even though I couldn't do U-turns or the figure of eight, he said, don't worry about it. So, so I passed. Everyone passed. And then I've, I've had my eye on this really old scooter. It's, it's about 20 years old. This Is thing. it? Yeah, it's, an, it's an oldie, right? Uh, but a goodie. It's got loads of miles on. And it's, uh, so I had my eye on this. And I thought, well... I wasn't going to get one, and then I thought, oh, I, 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 let's just. Let's, let's, I was, so I was going to get it today, right? And I, I kind of decided I was going to get it. Mm-hmm. So then I phoned up to try and get insurance. I went to my insurance broker, and he said, uh, We don't really do motorbikes. You're right. She's you're just troughing. Just, just shoving your face full of t- sweeties. That's absolutely fine. You're <laughs> not my child. Eat as many as you want um Yay. so my all right Ooh, sarcasm but, more like your mother than uh, think it's good for you she doesn't
3: look like me but she sounds like um me. so
2: the um my insurance broker said I, we don't really do motorbikes here, here are the two leading brokers why don't you try them so i phoned them up and they would not touch me they would not one of them wouldn't did touch, they
3: even pre- contemplate it or they just say no one no, of them no.
2: wouldn't touch the bike I said, "Why won't you?" talk? They said, "It's just not. It's just not a make of bike that we we insure." I was like, oh, whatever. "It's not a random. What is it?" Whatever. Um, and the other one um and I, i've learned from experience i can't get insurance online i cannot get car insurance online because of my job but i've never been able to you you you, you spend an hour typing all into the box and then you 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 drop down tv presenter radio presenter, as it would be now and it says we cannot do this online call this number you think oh, my insurance for my car crappy excuse me it's a, 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 a rubbish little four year four-year-old polo um my insurance is Fifteen hundred pounds for a polo, partly because of my job, partly because hey, I'm a bad boy. All right, <laughs> all right. So I've got a few points on my license, right? So I, I've shunted into the back of a couple of cars in the last two years. All
3: right, Billy Idol. All right, then. So what?
2: <laughs> yeah. So what? I like to live life on the edge, you know. I don't mind. I'm a bad boy. Right? I'm a right proper bad boy. Um, so I had to phone all these. I found out several insurance brokers and, and, and companies today and it was it was the it was the phone call of shame have you got any points on your license yeah i've got a few yeah i've got an sp 50 i've got an sp 30 i've only got six points now What does uh, sp stand for um i don't know that's just what they're called because
3: oh, i've not got any time. So silly pr- oh something
2: oh yeah stupid prat that's what it stands for <laughs> um so i do that How many uh, accidents have you had? Claims you made in the last five years? uh, Okay, two. What was? What was it? That went into the back of another car. Was it your fault? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much was the claim? Three and a half thousand pounds. You know, so (laughs) so, so, so doing this. And they said, so what do you do for a living? I'm a radio presenter. And one of them went, right. Do you intend on riding the uh, the vehicle to work? I said, yeah. He said, right. Well, I can tell you now, we uh, we're not going to be able to insure you for that. I went, what? He said, yeah, we. I, I just know that we will not be able to insure you uh, uh, for that, for riding to work as a radio presenter. I'm like, you're telling me that no radio presenters ride their bikes to work? He said, nah, I'm what not What about Dr much. Fox? He said, uh, <laughs> "He said um, if you want to insure it but not ride it to work, I said, do you know what, let's just end this conversation here. So, we, uh, so then I got to a few more places, and some of them, radio said, we will not be able to insure you. So then I phoned up, I said, right... <sighs> um... I, I, I'm not going to ride it to work then. I thought, well, I, I'll drive to work. I'll use this. Because I don't know if I feel confident to ride from out of town. into town. I don't know if I feel confident enough anyway. So I, I just, you know, what, what will it be? And uh, they said, yeah, we might be able to insure you if you don't ride it to work. Can I ask you a few questions about your job? Oh, God. I said, right, I'm not riding to work on it. We still need to ask you a few questions about your job. Um, where do you work? Are you employed or self-employed? I'm self-employed. Question four. Do you come into contact with celebrities? And I I know what they're thinking, right? They're thinking... Is he going to be giving Burt Reynolds or Paul McCartney a backy? That's what he's thinking, right? That's what they're think- I, said, I said, what has this got to do with anything? Because
3: that's the way, this is the way we, we interview people these days, yeah. isn't it? We, we pick them up from home. Yeah. We bring them in. We might take them for a burn-up down as Car It's outrageous.
2: Park. And he, and, and he, this is at half past two. And he <gasps> said, okay, well, I've got the details. What I'll do is I'll put it through the, and I'll speak to a few people. We'll call you back within the hour. Never call back never oh, call back disrespect so i went home and i sunk i really sank and, and 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 tony i'll come to you in a bit i really sank and but here's the thing i thought oh, i'm sinking and i sent you a miserable text but i thought oh i'm sinking and I, but i'm tired so i'm, I'm mm-hmm. gonna go to sleep and not worry about it too much because and i, I was kind of i was really good at processing my feelings and emotions good. And, I, and, I, and i tweeted ah, oh, i can't and someone said oh what about this place i can't remember the name of it and this place said, yeah, yeah, send us a DM. We, we, we'll see if we can help. I was like, yeah, right, See, whatever. I saw
3: that and I thought that was just, yeah. you know, a really good PR move for yeah, them. Yeah. But it, they'll probably quietly and privately say, nah. Yeah,
2: yeah. So I, so I sent them the details and they said, okay, we'll give you a call. And they phoned up and, um, you're bored. Bit bored. You're a little bit bored. Do
3: you want to, do you want to have a little, uh, lie down next to your
2: sister? <laughs> She's not going to fall asleep. No! She's not going to fall asleep. No, so. um no. This is what being grown up is like, really boring and really annoying and really expensive. So I spoke to this <laughs> dick and I gave them all the stuff and I went through the, the, the phone call of shame and the accidents and the SP points and all of that stuff. And um, the young lady, whose name was um, Hayley. Kayley. Kayley.
3: I, I didn't even speak to her and I didn't no. know what her name was.
2: Um, she said, OK, well, I'll give you a call back in a bit. And mm-hmm. I was like, right, yeah, OK, whatever. And she called back and she gave me a quote. She said, we've got, we've got, we've got a quote for you. I went, what? She goes, yeah, I've got a quote for you this is out. this is outrageous
3: did I, you explain to her that you might be giving burnt reynolds a backing?
2: <laughs> and um so she gave me the quote and i said oh because i wasn't i still wasn't convinced i was going to buy the scooter
3: see what I, my theory with you is yeah. you really fancy it yeah. but you're looking for fate to intervene yeah, and yep, stop you yep, yep, so yep, then yep. you don't have to blame it on yourself
2: yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> so i said up I, I said look i, I I'm, I'm not conv- I, c- can i g- can i um call you back tomorrow she went i'll tell you what we'll do let me go and speak to the boss. When I spoke to the boss, came back, and she knocked sixty quid off the price of the quote. And I went, "Yeah, right, fair play. I love that." So I've got insurance for a scooter. I haven't got a scooter yet. I haven't got. Oh. But I mean, what the- do you? We can't insure you because you work in radio. But
3: they do do that to me, and I don't. I don't see as many famous people as
2: you do. But then I had some people say, "I'll oh, just lie." Just, just tell them that you... I can't do that. But I'm then one might sure. come back and bite you if yeah, something no, happens. Yeah, your insurance. Tony, stay there. 0344 499 1000. We'll come to Tony in a second. The late night alternative on Talk Radio. Unmissable late night radio
12: with the original king of unconventional conversation.
6: Make contact with Ian Lee.
12: Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. <laughs> we'll get you talking.
2: 344 499 four, nine, 1000 is the telephone number. We call you back. Good evening,
0: Tony. Good evening, Ian. How are we doing?
2: Doing very, very well, Tony. How are you doing?
0: I'm very good indeed, actually. I, I mean, What is this record bedtime for this a um, uh, child in your studio tonight? <laughs> this is uh, surely going to be the stuff of legend at school on monday yes well
2: yep. this is this is the bad parenting of one Catherine boyle yeah. i don't condone she's... it i wouldn't encourage it i think it's outrageous to be
3: honest they've both been boasting about it to their teachers and classmates um. all week unfortunately Why little Lynn's not? let the side down she's been asleep for about half an hour now broken
2: so britain i bet you're the kind of mum that when your pa- your kids get told off you go up to school with a fag on <laughs> in, in your in your pajamas and f and jeff at the poor headmistress <laughs>
3: well you know
0: Turning up at school half an hour late in your pyjamas with a yep. cigarette and a kind of special brew in no. the back of the push chair. That's boyly. Uh,
3: have you been watching me? That's
0: boyly. I, I, I am merely just suggesting that may happen. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> I'm not suggesting that shit. terrible, terrible behaviour yeah. on Catherine's part. Push what have you got for us, Tony? Yeah, I I, um, I heard briefly, only very briefly at the end of the conversation, you are having somebody regarding ghosts this evening. Yes. Uh, uh, and I just wanted to uh, have a chat about what your thoughts are about this. Yes. Um, I had a really, um, incidentally, I had a really long conversation with three friends last night about their apparent witnessing of ghostly activities and, and, and the supernatural. Yeah. Um, and it ended up in a bit, <laughs> quite a lot of frustration, perhaps oh. a four against one argument. Uh, um uh, uh, on my point of view so um, you you're you you do not believe in ghosts at all ah uh, no, i wouldn't say that right. um it would be probably foolish for me to do that because I have no proof either way however, um a quote I always tend to use when people have this argument um do you know of a philosopher by the name of David Hume who lived in the eighteenth century uh, Scottish chap. No. no um it did a lot of work in terms of um, uh, uh, refuting religious, religious beliefs and so yes. forth, and the famous quote from him, it was in reference to the Immaculate Conception, but and what he what he said was what's more likely, that the order of natural, that nature and science has been suspended just for you, yes. or you might be under an appre- a misapprehension. Um, so it's, a, it's an irrefutable logical argument. Yes. Uh, of which it's based around probability, um, which personally I think really does refute what people will say. say They've seen a ghost, they've seen a supernatural activity. If I ask this question to people, is it a trick? That your mind is playing on you. Yeah. Not saying you didn't see anything, or is it the fact that you might be under a misapprehension? I mean, I've tried this argument, and result always tends to be frustration. As they all. Well, hang on. But you're that. only
2: op- you're, so you're only offering two options. One of them is a, it's a trick, and what, or, or, or the other option two is it's a misapprehension.
0: No. Go um, on. No. Oh, sorry. Uh, Go on. No, sorry, I might I have might come across Hey, that. listen, so, it's
2: 22 uh, minutes past 12 on a Friday night. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're both, we're, you know, we've both seen better times of the day. So go on, what, what is the question yeah, well, you, the, you are well, someone in?
0: Well, 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 to explain the quote again, what's more likely, that the order of nature and science has been suspended, of what we already know, or that you are under a m- misapprehension Well, I, well I but,
2: that. But, the, hang on, but hang on, hang the, on, the, the, what we know about science is mm. changing constantly. Mm. if you go, if you go back to like, if you go back to even the the 70s right if you go back to the 70s and sh- and show someone um switching channels with an infrared remote control mm. that would look mm. like magic what's the what's That's the delicious. um the um absolutely. uh clark the arthur c. clark thing if the, the 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 technology is indistinguishable from magic or something like that I've
0: paraphrased it, yeah, yeah, absolutely, and obviously what we can see now, the fact that we're talking on a phone fish uh, fish on, can on, see fish phones. can see the infrared beam from your
2: remote control, did you know that yeah, that's, that's
0: insane yeah, well. Absolutely, and and I think. Do you know something called the Hubble Deep Field, where we can see the the, the certain light spectrums we didn't even know existed? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. There are birds
3: so that can. There are birds that can see time. them. Yeah, aren't they?
0: Yeah, yeah. Now I, I have tried this argument again. I understand that point of view. Perhaps, and 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 I'm not saying that I don't believe that that kind of thing exists. Merely, I'm saying logically and probability-wise, um, it, it, it's more likely that they. You know, we all. Have, tricks of the mind we all think we see things at times but if, it, th-
2: know, but if it's way. more likely that someone who has seen a ghost and i'm i don't know you know what i believe in or not but it, 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 if it's more likely i say i've seen a ghost it's more likely it's a trick of a mind the trick of the mind
9: mm.
13: well
2: mm-hmm. it, it it still means there is a likeliness that it's a ghost uh
0: okay well okay, if okay, it's I'll...
2: more likely it still means there is a slight likeliness that it is actually a
0: ghost Absolutely, absolutely. Now, um, and 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 I think of it in terms of something associated with science, of perhaps spectrums of light that we do understand. Yeah. Certain elements of science we do understand. The, the advances we've made in the past hundred years are incredible. Like you say, rightly, what we what we know now and what we can do now. Well, we've gone from
2: VHS to DVD, haven't
0: we? <laughs> Brilliant, yeah. I mean, uh, going Quality back to that, let's incredible. have a discussion about Betamax. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Um but, uh, I mean, like I said, I've tried this argument, but again, I move on from there and I say, why a ghost? But, well, you know, why, why is why a dead person? You know, to prove that, <laughs> that you did indeed see such a thing, and you still have all your work. But what, here's, you, ah, you, I got it, I got it. Why do you, why, do, why do you need proof? Why well, we don't need proof of...
2: You just said to, 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 for them to prove they've seen a dead person, well, that's, that's nigh on impossible. Why do you need, why do you need that proof?
0: Well, people who claim to see ghosts and they say this house is haunted you know by using the term ghost yeah. you 're suggesting that it's uh, a, a dead person but you want oh.
2: scienti- you want a scientific laboratory proof that you won't be able to get
0: well, we may be able to get that eventually well sure eventually, we but at
2: the moment we can't and you' you're you're, you're mm. disputing and i again i'm just I, you know I'm just enjoying kicking this argument around um you're you're disputing someone's story because they cannot prove to you at that moment that they saw a ghost 5 years ago
0: no absolutely not absolutely not which is why I'm referring because we don't have that proof I'm referring to logical possibility um and w- which is why I suggest that it, it, it's more logical and more probable uh, we've we 've all had tricks of the mind at times, you know I think somebody like Derry Brown is fantastic in what he does and shows just how the human brain can be tricked into seeing things yeah and up- but, uh, but you uh, sa- you c-
2: keep talking about tricks of the mind and it 's more probable doesn 't prove that ghosts don 't exist.
0: Okay. Well, I'm,
2: well, I'll move on. Um, well, I can see why it gets frustrating because you've not pro- you've not proved anything. You're coming, you're, you know. You walk, you're talking the talking. You're saying stuff, but you are saying, well, it's more probable. and It's a trick of the mind. That that doesn't prove that ghosts don't exist. Prove to me that ghosts don't exist.
0: Okay. So I would then ask the question: Why a ghost and why a dead person? To me, they've got all their work ahead of them to prove that that's what it is. You know, traditionally, if you see something. See a person, you visualise. No, no, no. A
2: prove, prove to me way. that. Prove to me that ghosts don't exist. Oh, I can't. Well, then, but then, then that's the, and then that's the thing, isn't it? Because they can't prove that ghosts do exist. You can't prove that ghosts
0: don't exist. So it's a no, stalemate. Absolutely, absolutely, it, it, it is a stalemate. But I think it's, in terms, it's a stalemate. However, if you're thinking of probability, but again, the probability isn't isn't definite
2: no it's not definite but it's more likely yeah but it, but but it but it's not definite so it, it okay let's assume and i don't buy this okay but let's assume it's more likely that it's not a ghost well that mm. still means that it could
0: be a ghost well absolutely i mean when we're, we're, you know science works in a way that you know, uh, uh, whatever theory is put into practice and proven, no self-respecting scientist would ever say that they are 100% certain well, of oh, the Well, when theory. you say
2: it's more <laughs> likely, then, when you say the probability is it's more likely to be a trick of the mind, give me percentages. Bless you. Okay. Well, I can't give a specific well, 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 is it, is it, like, so it's over 50%, is it 51? Or is it 99% more likely? Because that's, that's, you know, that's a huge flaw in the argument. more likely it's a trick of a mind than a ghost, well, that still leaves... That's still almost 50-50. But if you're saying it's 99% more likely it's a ghost, well, you know, there's a huge swing in there. Your argument is quite flawed.
0: In which sense?
2: Well, you've just left a huge window. You're saying it's more likely, but that's a really vague, um, almost useless statement.
0: So the only way we could prove anything is through terms of uh, experiment and evidence.
2: Well, you keep talking about science. Uh, Maybe this is beyond the ken of science. Okay. Well, um, because they could. Right. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Right. What is that um, Higgs boson? The Higgs boson. Right. mm, mm. They didn't find it until last year. Yeah. Right. Didn't even know about it. I don't know, 50 years ago, right? And well, in, in, For 50 it, years, theory. it was a theory. For 50 it's years, theory. it was a theory, right? And then they found it, right? Mm-hmm. Right, so, for the 50 years when they hadn't found it, does that mean it didn't exist?
5: Absolutely not. It right,
2: and the, and the years, the the, two, the, the the millions of years before they came up with the theory, does that mean it didn't exist? No, absolutely not. I rest not. my case, Tony.
0: Well, however, as a refute to that, um you know, one, one specific statistic is, I mean, I don't know if you know, but in the past three years, more photographs have been taken than they have in the past 50 years combined. And I would suggest that these things are occurring physically. Then I would suggest if that amount of photography is taken, nah, away,
2: nah, you're, you're clutching at straws, right? Tony. That the, the, the fact that loads, loads more photos have been taken than were taken 20 years ago doesn't does not prove or disprove ghosts at all, sure, at all. You, and that's clutching at straws. Do we know? Guess, do, do you, how do you know that? that, that, that um, let's assume ghosts exist. How do you know that they can be photographed? How do you know that they're not hypersensitive and they can anticipate? They can anticipate the click of the button. We don't. We don't know. What you know? Okay. You're using. You're using photography, um, despite it becoming digital and what have you, is still pretty much. 19th century technology, right? It's, it, it, it's been mm. upgraded mm. a bit, but it's still ni- late 19th century technology. So, mm. why, why that would late
0: mean that they can capture that particular thing? No,
2: exactly. Why, why, why would yeah. why would you assume that late 19th century technology can capture something that's that, that is potentially in another dimension? We don't have interdimensional cameras, in, and we're in agreement
0: on that. But going on from
2: that? The only thing we've agreed on is we don't have interdimensional cameras.
0: No, we don't.
2: Here's the thing. I I think the... You said these conversations get frustrating. I'm not frustrated. I think you're the one that gets frustrated in these conversations because you are are trying to um, put down an empirical, scientific background, but you don't actually have any numbers to back that up.
0: Well, it's it's impossible to find those statistics.
2: Well, then you can't use phrases like "it's more likely" because that's meaningless in this context. So so, so, so then I'd ask
0: I'd ask another question.
2: No, you don't seem to respond to anything. Your response to to to, to um, your argument being being with respect torn apart is to ask another question. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't you don't acknowledge any. Um, points that you have got wrong or cannot back up. You just simply ask another question. That's not an argument.
0: Well well in, in your mind, if you if somebody said to you today they saw a ghost, they saw a uh, a young girl walking along a railway track, which is something that somebody told me last night, in your mind, being honest with yourself, what would you feel would be more likely? But no, but that doesn't mean anything. But what does that what does more
2: likely mean?
0: It means that you can honestly say to yourself, is this somebody seeing a dead person, or perhaps they may but be- that's, under- But that's- but under- that's meaningless. <laughs> Supposing Kath comes in, right, and tells me that
2: she had a car crash on the way in. She says, I was at, I was at some traffic lights, and, um, uh, a, a- car went into the back of me. Right? Um, I would think it was more likely it was the other driver's fault. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I would think it was more likely it was the other driver's fault. Who's to say that Cath wasn't reversing? Cath stopped suddenly. It, just because it's more likely, it doesn't rule out any other alternative. And you what can't say more likely because more is likely is it, by, it, by it. just saying by just saying more likely, you're saying somewhere between fifty-one percent and ninety-nine percent. That window is too big. That you're talking about empirical science that wouldn't stand up in a in, 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 in a in a laboratory, Well, neither would, because we quite simply don't have. No, exactly. So you, 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 you're you saying you don't believe someone who's seen a ghost because it's more likely that they haven't. Well, that's a meaningless statement.
0: In which sense? In the sense that it doesn't
2: mean anything.
0: So if I, if I said to you now that I've just seen something walk across my garden having quick, quickly glanced at it... And I saw a woman in black. Whatever you normally tends to be one of five yes. things: a woman in black, a young child, a, okay. a man in a Victorian outfit. Yes. What they normally tend to suggest. Would you, in your honest belief, think to you think to yourself, Am I under? Am I, am I under a um, misapprehension, or is who's it seen it? Am I? I'm
2: seeing it, or you're, you're telling me you've seen it.
0: If I said to you tonight I saw that, right. what would your first thought be? Tell me more. Well, I haven't, but I'm saying if it, what would you... No, well, that, I, that, I'm, t- I'm,
2: t- I'm telling you what my first... <laughs> what, I'm, what is I'm telling you what my first thought would be. Tell me more. You
0: Tell you more. Well, if I said I saw a, in the dark, uh, a figure walking across the garden, I walked down there, there was nobody there, it was quiet, yeah. what would your first thought be from that? Tell me more. So well if that's all I knew Right, okay. I hadn't touched it. But my first thought is
2: irrelevant. My 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 thought is irrelevant. That's that's based on my history, my um my reading and my prejudice. So that's irrelevant what my first thought was. That that I don't understand what, what that's got to do with whether ghosts are real or not. What I what I think when someone tells me they think they've seen a ghost okay so when we, if, if we're thinking of the term ghost you think of a
0: ghost we obviously assume
2: <laughs> you just keep ghost. here's the thing Tony, I can see why these chats get frustrating because you you, you just don't address any of the issues that are, that are, 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 are batted back at you. you 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 something gets batted back and then you move on to something else
0: no I'm merely making another point to explain well, you're not addressing you're not addressing that point
2: what does my prejudice what what does my first thought? Someone says to me, "Hey, um, we've got this. We found this thing called the Higgs boson." My first thought is, "Never heard of it. It doesn't exist." Well, that that doesn't mean anything because my, what was well, my then thought? You'd
0: got have to see the evidence.
2: Well, no, I wouldn't. What is my was my thought? My prejudice got to do with the, whether something is true or not.
0: Your your prejudice in terms of you. Be being a believer in that kind of thing, or? or...? Or not a believer, either being a believer or not
2: being a believer, there is prejudice. So what has my prejudice got to do with um, proving whether or not ghosts
0: are real? Well, I haven't mentioned prejudice.
2: No, you've said my first thought, and that will be made up, as I just said, and I'll say it again, of uh, my upbringing, my reading, my prejudice, and many other things, but those are the three uh-huh. that spring to mind.
0: Have you personally ever witnessed anything yourself, may I ask? What is that? Oh, you're doing it again. You're doing no, I, it again.
2: I, I uh, I'm, you asking you, I'm asking you a question, Tony. And you, 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 What you're doing, and I do understand why the, the people you chat with get frustrated. What you're doing is, you're ignoring my question and then throwing another question at me. So I'm going to ask you again, what has my prejudice got to do with proving whether ghosts are real or not?
0: Because you're going to lean to a particular side of what you feel is real or not. Okay, and I'm going to
2: ask you the question again. Really focus on it. What has my prejudice got to do with proving whether ghosts are real or not? With proving ghosts are real or not. That's the key point.
0: It has no impact whatsoever.
2: Exactly. So your question about what my first thought would be is irrelevant.
0: Hmm so is your prejudice would give you
2: a my prejudice my prejudice party? is irrelevant my prejudice is irrelevant so your question about what my first thought would be is also irrelevant if the answer if the answer to a question is irrelevant um then the question itself is irrelevant
0: well that's merely down to your own if you're a pessimist if you're somebody who's quite no unminded. i've told you exactly i've
2: told you exactly what it's down to i've told you exactly what it's down to and it would be the same for anybody
0: Yes but w- all I would be interested in is then um, my
2: first thought. Yeah and my first thought would be built up on prejudice my upbringing my reading and various other things as it would be for well, anybody. Yeah. yeah so yeah. so the question the question of what my first thought would be is irrelevant.
0: Okay so if we can go so we're agreeing on that then.
2: So why why did you why did we just spend 10 minutes discussing what my first thought would be if you saw
0: a ghost? Because I do feel that if you can give somebody that logical statement
2: What? uh, Listen, Tony. Tony, I'm going to let you go. um, I've enjoyed that a lot. Um, I don't think your argument is as is as clear cut uh, and as explained as well as you think it is. I think it's. I think there there are huge holes in it, and um, it is it is um, predicated on your upbringing and your reading and your prejudice.
0: Well, do you know what my upbringing is, and perhaps what my prejudices? Prejudice?
2: No, and I don't need to know. I don't need to know, but I I do know that your point of view, as all points of view, and I'm picking three things. There, of course, there are other factors: partners, um, relationships, life, work, all of those things. But but your your point of view, as all points of view, is primarily made up of your upbringing, your readings, and your prejudice.
0: But it's also based on scientific.
8: Reasons. No, it's
2: not. Well, you've just spent twenty minutes where you've not brought. Any science into it at all, so I don't believe that.
8: I did bring
0: science into, in terms of there has been no physical evidence. That's not science. That, there,
2: there is no, there is no physical evidence. Uh, there oh, is no, phis- there is no, there is no physical evidence that um, I ate a burger tonight. Doesn't mean I didn't. Doesn't mean I did. There's no physical well, evidence. So, to so, take you content. saying saying there's no physical evidence is is, is, is not a scientific argument,
0: Tony. But there will be contents of your stomach oh, that you date your burger.
2: Okay, Tony. Listen. Thanks very much. Yeah, it's been a pleasure, Ian. I've enjoyed it. We'll do it again. I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it. But uh, the argument was pish. Oh, three, four, four. <laughs> so loads of people are called in. We've got Callum, Rich, Danny, um, and CJ. We'll come to you after this. Late Night, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio.
1: We have ways of making you talk.
2: Well, I enjoyed that. Um, Catherine?
3: Yeah, well, it seems we've done the trick with Biggin.
2: <laughs> we've knocked the kids out with that, that conversation. <laughs> uh, we've got loads of calls. Let's try and get through as many of these as we can. Good evening, Rich. Hello. Hello, Rich.
14: Hi, uh, yeah. Um, I wasn't too sure about that last guy that was online. Um, I think it... I agree with science. It's great. I love science. Science no, is I real. I love science, um, but there's certain things that you can't. I can't. I can't put it out in words. There's certain oh. times when, um, especially with the supernatural. Yes. Um. I, I've read all Richard Dawkins' books. I noticed he quoted Richard Dawkins' books. Yes. Um. But there was. The thing that makes me doubt it, there was a time in 1992, um, Papa Shango put a spell on the Ultimate Warrior. Oh yeah, and
2: um, oh, what happened? Just tell me what happened.
14: This this goo came out of the Ultimate Warrior's head, and it just made me. I don't know. If you if you if you YouTube
2: it, is it so? There's video evidence. So what was the gentleman's
5: name? Papa Shanga.
14: Uh, the Ultimate Warrior's in the ring. It's so a wrestling match, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Wow. It's legit. So it's a proper wrestling match with the referee paying attention and everything. Um, and yeah. wh- what happened to the Papa Ultimate Shango Warrior? he marches out. Yeah. I'm not kidding you.
14: He pops a spell on the Ultimate Warrior. Voodoo ghosts, all that.
2: Jeez. It's, it, it, I, Did I the referee it. spot Papashanga doing the voodoo? you'd hope so but wow. I-, I think he was distracted there was like something going on outside the I ring he yeah was probably... like bobby the
14: brain or something like
2: that yeah. probably right. hex too you know so you so you you've as you've seen actual evidence of goo coming out of the ultimate warrior's head you but you believe yeah. in ghosts yeah i mean steady I on ste- steady on steady on <laughs> steady on. you heard that on periscope apologies uh luckily Biggins, um, Conked out, um, and, uh, but he was he was recounting what was an horrific story, and so we dumped that, didn't we, John? I think I think my uh, I've been hovering a lot since that call earlier on. Of Tom Barton, he was. You can understand why the guy was upset. He's seen something horrific
17: mm. happening on uh,
2: in uh, WWF as it probably was then.
17: Evening, Callum. Evening, Ian. You're all right. no, I'm
2: all right, thank you, Callum. Yes.
17: Uh, yep. That. Back- that guy ain't got a clue, for, uh, the one I won before the raid uh, uh, Tony? It, 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 yeah, it's obvious there's ghosts, because we've, we've all got spirit and the soul and shadows, and that's his main bit. Right. And we all start out in spirit. This is my top topic, I love this. We start out in spirit world, and yeah. we come to earth. Yeah. But some don't leave, because they get suppressed in life, and they don't go back to the souls, back to the spirit world. So therefore, there is ghosts. Okay, let's it bring. It.
2: Hang on a minute, Let... Danny. Sorry. Hello. Hello, Danny. Cal- Callum um, says that there obviously are ghosts. You, you, you don't agree with him?
19: Well, I suppose that I don't agree. But I mean, th- if there was ghosts, surely we'd have seen them. I didn't even not see him.
17: Uh, well, have I... you seen one? Uh, things jump about in my kitchen a lot, and I've seen all yeah. uh, shadows and things in... A place
19: called Fargate. Shadows. Shadows. Did you have the lights on? Uh, no.
17: Nope. I've seen. No, it's probably the only other. It's all dark, don't it? Uh, I was playing. I'm a musician as well. I play music in something called Upper Chapel, and something kept touching me, and the air kept going cold, and that was a bit unnerving. But the I'm a. the was open? top topic. And I still told you might think I'm mad. I told me "Go on, spirit world. The one I've got trouble and difficulties. Things often turn
19: out for better."
2: Danny, right. you can't but, argue yeah. with you can't argue with stuff like
19: that, Dan. Well, uh, I mean, listen, I, I'm not. I'm. I, I'd say I'm a skeptic, but I, I would never say never. I don't not believe, but surely you'd have to see it to believe it. And the, so, Dan, I've got. A Dan, I've
17: got a question for you. Oh. Do you believe oh. we've got a soul insiders?
19: <laughs> no. Oh. You don't? I don't so this
17: is main bit, it's is essence. Nothing not in the we are, so
19: I uh, I I believe you gone you've. Yeah, oh I don't this is so Here's the thing, rock. right?
2: I've never I have never seen a porcupine. Don't mean they don't exist, Dan.
19: Well, no. listen, people have seen... Uh, millions of people have seen porcupines. Millions
2: of people have claimed to have seen ghosts. Like, they claim to have seen... I've por- gone. Go on. I've claimed never seen...
19: Claim to have seen ghosts. Well, I mean, they claim to have seen people porcupines. Have t- people have touched porcupines. People have been... S- some people have, some people have been
2: um, um, invaded by ghosts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Famously>. <laughs> go on, in hang on a minute. Go on, yeah. Kath. I've
3: never seen gravity. I've never seen air. But I trust that it exists.
17: It's not gravity. It's density. I've... I've never seen density either. I've, never,
3: well, I've, I mean, I've experienced it.
17: I have never heard "Stairway to
2: Heaven," right? But I, 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 I but I. People have told me that they've heard it, mm. right? They claim to have heard it. I don't know they've heard it. Maybe it's like a big conspiracy amongst the whole world to make up this song called "Stairway to Heaven."
3: Here's a, br- a brain bender. How do you know we're all hearing the same thing?
19: Wow, well, I am in a conversation with porcupine, stairway to heaven, <laughs> goat, <laughs> and gravity. <laughs> I'm a, now, I am drunk sitting in a TP in my back garden. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> 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 Listen, Ian. Ah, yes. uh, this this first time I've ever phoned up, and I think this is probably the most random conversation what, that what ever. A, what what a
2: great told. thirty minutes to end the week on, isn't it? Dan, <laughs> yeah. listen, thank you, mate. We've got loads very of calls. Great. I'm going to move on, Callum. Thank you very much indeed. Let's go to CJ. Yes, CJ.
18: What a great week of radio, isn't it? Absolutely fantastic, isn't it? I, I missed the show tonight because I've been at the pub. Oh, but I put a outside aside and I'll ring up. Yeah, and
11: then I'll hear quite a bit of the show while someone holds. Yeah, that there we go. Work. Yeah, So it was a good plan. And then you think, there is there is spirits in the air tonight, but yeah. I think it's more
14: drinky
2: spirits, if that makes sense yeah. to you. How's that not drinking going? It's going great, actually. I'm drinking pints of Coke. Why why, um, would, you, why would you go to the pub? Uh, my my gigs that I run, I run them in pubs. <laughs> uh, you might so, want to knock those on their head. I can't. I've got to do them. Got to do them. No, you don't. Well, I don't, but... No, you don't. It's, it's, it's going to help people, carry So no, you gadget. don't. No, you don't. Someone, do, else, someone do. else. Well, listen, I'm just putting it out there. You don't. You don't need to do those things. Someone else could do them. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Well, I just, I just wonder why. And I'm not having a go, CJ. I, I hope you don't think I am. Uh, but no, no, it might no, sound no. like it. But I just wonder why you put yourself in a dangerous situation.
18: It's probably the ultimate test of my strength, I suppose. Why, but why would concrete. you do?
2: Why would you? Why would you, And the, why would you do that? Why would you want to test yourself? I want to face the fear, and I want, to, I want to be able to knock this fear on the head, literally. Yeah, well, um, why not, why not, um, um, again, this is just suggestions, but why not not go to no pubs wait. for the next six months until you're feeling a bit stronger?
18: This is, a, Yeah, people have been telling me this. Um, my closest friends have been saying very similar, saying, what, you know, what step back.
2: When I, when, uh, here you go, when I stopped, are, are, they, are, they, are they both asleep? Right. When I stopped taking drugs, right, When I used to take drugs, right, when I stopped taking drugs... Uh, And I couldn't stop for quite a long time. And people would say to me, you have got to get rid of all of your friends that take drugs, all of your friends that drink excessively, and you have got to delete all of their phone numbers, and you've got to stop going to those places. And I went, yeah, 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 sure, whatever. So I would go to pubs, and I would still go to clubs, and I would inevitably have a, 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 you know, I would inevitably start drinking, and and, and start texting people who did all those things. And the only time I got clean and sober... Was when I changed my life and I deleted about thir- life, I deleted think. about thirty numbers of um, uh, of friends that weren't friends that were dealers and of good friends yeah, that yeah. just liked to cheeky toke every now and then and I deleted all those numbers and I had a couple of friends who would smoke occasionally and I said to them uh, uh, I um I would really like it if when we hang out if um, just for a while if you didn't smoke in front of me because it would yeah. be it, w- it would just make me feel uncomfortable and and my my two good friends both went yeah sure not a problem at all no worries i stopped going to yeah. pubs i stopped going to clubs and um it makes made it easier
11: yeah it, it sounds it sounds right just so right. anyway i'm not
2: listen i've got to move on cj because so we've got loads of calls like, but you know i'm not telling you what to do i'm just, just so showing my experience good lad
0: uh, william hello hello william um i that ultimate warrior i think it was weird because when he came back he was half the size what sorry the Ultimate Warrior thing the guy was talking about I've when he came back. It was half the size the from ulti- what it was before. Really? Because of the voodoo spell? Ah, it must have been cursed. It must have been hexed or something. This is, um...
2: I mean, and we, yet yeah, we had that guy... Phoning up, saying that this stuff doesn't exist, and yet we've had two callers recounting, recounting actual evidence that apparently is on YouTube, so it must be real, of um, a voodoo spell being put on a man. Guns coming out of his head and him shrinking.
3: And the referee not noticing.
2: Well, it's so easy to get distracted when you're refereeing those big American matches. It must must have been a brave or something. It, no, come on, Or magic. Dude. Come on, dude. William, thank no. you very much indeed. 03444991000 is the telephone number. Also, what's a, what's a, a, a burst of calls right at the end of the show there as uh, people are phoning up to share their experiences about ghosts and um, what have you. It's been a busy old night, isn't it? Really busy. old night. I've enjoyed, mm-hmm. I've enjoyed having the kids. Are they both asleep now? Yes, they are both yeah, asleep. They're both asleep. Leave them here. Get them on Monday. I was thinking that. They'll be fine. They'll be able to uh, forage for themselves. They're no
3: bother. There's a few um, rice crispy things left.
2: Yeah, well, I'll have those in a minute. All right, yeah. I won't. Did you notice when we went out for a burger? I didn't have a milkshake. Very good. Or fries. Or
3: chips. Yeah, Uh, we did uh, nick a couple of the kids. Well, that's
2: fine. Good evening, Mike. How you doing, Ian? I'm all right, thanks. Mike, what have you got for us in the dying Um, moments of this week?
8: Yeah, Um. Tony, when Tony rang up, I mean, I heard you telling him a new one. Yeah. Saying, how do you prove there isn't a, uh, such thing as ghosts? But my question to you would be, how do you prove a negative? Surely it's down to the person who claims to have seen a ghost. Well,
2: well, um, also you could argue that if someone is so adamant they wish to disprove the existence of ghosts... Um, then they would have empirical evidence. The thing about that was, he, he, he was trying to quote science, but he wasn't. He was being far too vague. He was talking about science, but then being very, very vague. You could, the argument that it's more likely that someone who claims to have seen a ghost, it's more likely they didn't. Well, that's a meaningless statement. Asking me what my first thought would be is irrelevant.
8: I totally get that. I totally get that.
2: But, yeah, you're right. You're right. It, it, you can't, it's difficult to prove a negative, and, and he should have picked me up on that, but he didn't, Michael, and I'm glad it was it was him that I was having that conversation with and not you, because you would have destroyed me with that very simple <laughs> thing. <laughs> there's so many times. There's so many times, Mike, and I'll, I'll confess this now because no one's listening. When I'm having these arguments on the radio, and I, in mm-hmm. the back of my head I'm thinking, don't ask me this question. Don't, because if they ask me this one question, I'm giving away my secrets, if they yeah. ask me just one quite simple straightforward question, my whole argument um, collapses around my ears. So yeah, I'm, I get what you're saying. I'm glad it was him, I'm glad it was Tony and not you, Mike.
8: Well, I totally, I totally understand, but surely it's down, it's down to people sort of their mindset and how they perceive what they see or what they think they see, or so and then draw their own conclusions from it. But, you know, you can't really piss down somebody's back and tell them it's raining, can No, no. And expect them
2: to swallow uh, it. No, I, no. <laughs> I, um, there's an image for you to end on. Here's the thing. I don't really believe in ghosts. A long time ago I did. Then I adamantly didn't. And then recently I've kind of thought, well, maybe there's something in it. But, I, you know, I... It's... it's, it's, it's wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't it be nice if there were, Michael?
8: It'd be wonderful. It? But it's, I think it's... You know, I don't think anyone could be that ignorant to completely dismiss it 100%. I think, you know, it would be very ignorant of us as humans just to assume that in the whole universe we're the only sort of people, if you like, innit?
2: What do we know about anything, Mike? Well... This is it, isn't it? Yeah, Mike. Have a great weekend, mate. Take care. You too, pal. Cheers. Bye bye. What? What? um, I've enjoyed that tonight, and I enjoyed the conversation with Tony. And Tony's tweeted me, Um, and it was nice to have a good-natured mental wrestle. Yeah, yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. A nice mental wrestle, and it's um, it's good that we had so many calls in the last hour. Dear listener, that is it. You have been dead polite. Oh, look out! (laughs) Littleton's falling off. (laughs) Littleton's falling off the sofa. (laughs) Oh, dearie, mate. We're, we're done now. Look, they're fast asleep. We're done now, girls. We've done, you've behaved brilliantly. You've all behaved brilliantly, apart from that one gentleman who thought it was cool to phone up and swear at children. Sir, I urge you to have a long, hard think at yourself. Thank you, John. Always love to have be you behind the glass. Uh, Catherine and uh, Biggin and Little and then you, dear listener, we will be back doing this all again on Monday night at 10 o'clock. Talk Radio.
9: Talk and entertainment across the nation.
2: Talk Radio.
9: Give it some lift.